Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com.
welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. James, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Dreaming Tree. Oh, is that by Dave Matthews Band? That is Dave Matthews Peanut Noir. <laughs> how, how is it? Is it good? It's meh. Is it really? It's a little meh. Come on. Does it's Dave good. Matthews make meh? I think maybe his cab and Merlot are better. Okay. But the Pinot Noir is a little meh. Up and down, puppies here, fleeing, <laughs> dicks jump everywhere. Dreaming yeah. tree. Dreaming tree. Dreaming tree. You heard that from Jabe's first. Tonight's show is about unsolicited life advice, uh, either from us or from you. We don't care which it is. And we're just, we're just going to start calling people and then figure out what happens after that. Yeah. I like to consider myself a young Socrates on acid. Yeah, and that's definitely A lot of people vibe. say, Ross, you look like a big thinker. And I am. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. You'd never come up with any answers, but you're definitely thinking. Yep. Always you know? thinking. Always thinking. Uh, I got my, my nose to the grindstone and my ear to the carpet. And uh, I think people know that about the me. The real deal is that we have no business giving people advice. None whatsoever. But we're going to give it our best. We're yeah. We're going to give it our best tonight. But listen, you know, we're just a, we're a couple of people. We're a sounding board. Bounce off of us. Yeah. Talk to us. We'll talk to you. We'll figure some shit out exactly. together. It, it'll be just like Tiny Tim. I'm going to put my best foot forward because I don't have a choice. Um. I love it. <laughs> God damn it. The advice has already started. Uh, I'm going to give you some more advice, though, before we get into these calls. And I'm going to tell you to buy (laughs) BlackRifleCoffee.com. That's right. We got some sponsors who pay for this old shit wagon to be on the air. (laughs) That's our answer to everything. It really is. The Black Rifle Coffee is my answer to everything. Uh, We're up late on a Friday night. James is drinking Dreaming Tree. I'm drinking a little BRCC and and, uh, whiskey. Uh, I got a little whiskey in this. in this uh, coffee uh, to keep us going through the grind. Because we, we, we do these things for like two, three hours. That's yeah. when my different drinking bros ended up being like three and a half hours. So fuck it. Um, we're going all night dong. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up for the, the Coffee Club of the Month program. You will not be disappointed. Gets delivered to the same uh, address. Yeah, because you're probably still living there. <laughs> fuck it up every time. They the won't. same date. <laughs> They of the won't, month on every time. They won't deliver it to your neighbor, and that's they won't. that's a guarantee. Yeah, that's that's the that's the the BRCC guarantee. <laughs> we will deliver it to your house. That's the I Paul Bunyan guarantee. Sure. Uh, go to blackriflecoffee.com, Type in the promo code Revolution for a one-time use of twenty percent off. Like I said, it is late, and I have been drinking. Uh, next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Shabloinkers. Shabloinkers. Uh, Strikeforce Energy's got four amazing flavors. Talking about a ridge, lemon, orange, and make America grape again. You can kick the can, kids. You don't need a fucking can anymore. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch full of energy. You rip it open and squeeze it into every liquid you could imagine, including your own urine. Um, sorry. That's come on true. now. It's true. I mean, it's true, but they also got a 750 milliliter bottle that you can uh, rest on your bar top or countertop and just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. They also have a subscription of the month club, which we're members of as well. Type in the promo code revolution for 20% off at uh, strikeforceenergy.com. And that's good every time. And they ship everywhere in the entire world. Hmm. Which is really nice. 
Next up, we've got straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Are you right, kids? Ooh, you really hit that on the head tonight, James. Oh, it's juicy. Really proud of you on that one. Uh, straightrazors.com is got the finest shaving accoutrements in the world. Um, they got beard oils, mustache waxes, straight razors, shampoos, conditioners. Their smolder aftershave is the greatest aftershave ever made in the history of the United States of America. I can say that with full certainty. And if not, if not, you can take a stuffed bald eagle and try to jam it up my urethra. That's a true story. Easy peasy. Easy peasy Japanese. (laughs) I'm going to bow to you. It'll go smooth right up there. I'm going to bow to you. I'm going to give you that Benihana smile. And uh, tell you to hop on down to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off at straightrazors.com. It's a big savings there. And they got some of the finest products in the biz. It's almost Christmas season. Start gearing up for those gifts. Last but not least, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. It's the funniest book ever written by Ross, Master Antonio Ornithal, James Patterson. You can pick up the prequel, Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. Right now, When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It is the highest rated book on Audible. There is close to, I think, 5 million books on Audible. We are the highest rated book there, 4.99. Uh, we've got an Oscar winner, a couple Emmy winners, and uh, Jables is in the book as well. Go out and get the Audible uh, paperback is out, too. Kindle, all that nice. shit. Uh, do the goddamn thing. It's the funniest book of all time. If you like Blazing Saddles or Airplane, you're good to go in this life. Uh, now, James, let's hop into some phone calls, shall we? Let's call some people, talk some shit. Let's get, let's get some life advice going. It's my life. Hello? Curtis Moore. Oh, my God. Ross Patterson. What it's Ross. You, you've got Ross Patterson and Jesse Wiseman. What up, dude? Dude, I heard, I heard the voice. <laughs> <laughs> you heard the voice. Let me step outside, man. I'm at a, I'm at a sports bar right now. Hell yeah, you're at a sports okay. bar. What are you doing at a sports bar? Are you watching the game tonight? Uh, I'm watching whatever's on. They've got like five games going on, and I'm... About 12 beers deep. So Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly where we need you to be. Exactly. That that Milwaukee Brewers-Dodgers <laughs> game just started, and I, I think they're in the second quarter of that Tulsa game, too, downstairs. Yeah, that was uh, next to, for some reason, soccer. I don't know who watches that, but okay. I don't either, man. It, it, America's sucked at it for years. What's the point? What's the point, Curtis? Exactly. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, so we're, we're giving ridiculous life advice tonight, <laughs> Curtis. Is there anything in your life that you need advice on? Oh, um, shit, man. Uh, are you a gambler? Do you bet on the games? I'm not really. No, no. Like I did it once and, uh, I ended up winning like two grand and I was like, fuck it. I did good. I'm not doing it again. And I'm you, never, you, you walked out of there. I walked out. I got the fuck out. Do you have any decisions, any big decisions in your life you're you're dealing with? You're- oh, I got one. Um, you know what? Like, as I, I'm in Alabama right now. Okay. Uh, I, I work for a company, uh, and uh, they're looking for people to send to Afghanistan. 
Okay. And I'm trying to figure out whether I should do it or not. They right. threw out the number, and they're like, how, how does how does, how does 200000 sound Whoa. for a year? And I was for a like, year? It sounds really good, but like... I, I don't want to go back over there ever. All okay. right, so uh, let me let me break this down for you because I've had a lot of friends. I'm assuming it's contracting. You don't have to say that it is if you don't want to. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So I, I've had a lot of friends who have contracted. One of my, well, actually, one of my best friends from college uh, d- did as well. Here's where his life decision came in on this of because he was in Ohio at the time. You're in Alabama. He he his decision was this. All right, I've got a wife. I've got kids. Could I make $200,000 here working a normal job in one single year? Um, Or how many years would $200,000 be working at my current job in my state? He eventually came to the decision where he was just like, fuck, man. I'll I'll do it for a year and bank this money and then get the fuck out of there and never go back. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. I've been back home for uh, almost two years from there. And uh, doing the same thing. And so uh, I was like, you know, I just don't. It's just really weird picking back up again. But looking at money-wise, I'm like, uh, I'm thinking about doing it. Well, let me ask you. You know more than we do. What is like, what are the cons, like the major cons that it's just like, dude, like people don't know about when they hear that? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't have any bills. Like the the only thing I've really got is, I'm saving up to try and make my own film. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Right, let, yeah. let me let me ask you this: Are, are you married? Do you have kids? Um, divorced, and thankfully, no kids. Oh, all right. I mean, well, shit. Then, do I, then, then it comes down to how much does that two hundred grand mean to you? Do you have a job now? You, if you want to make a movie, I say do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I say you gotta go if you are. If you're gonna use that money. How much? How movie. much is your movie that you want to make? I mean, honestly, it's, uh, I've tried to like cut out a lot of major expenses for it. Uh-huh. Kind of do it, uh, the Robert Rodriguez kind of yes. shoot yeah. and go kind of way. So, so 200,000 uh, 200, I mean, would be like an awesome yeah. amount, right? Yeah. yeah and, the, and that was what I was thinking. And that'd be yeah. my reasoning for going is being able to pay for that. So. Would it make it easier out there if you had, like, an end goal that big to kind of keep in your sights? Do you know what I mean? Would it make it easier? Um, really, I mean, like, all I did out there was when I wasn't working, I was at the gym. All right, so you, okay, I mean, then you, just go. You, you could go. be working on the script, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't you go? Yeah, why not? Why not oh, go? Yeah, no, that's bank, yeah. bank that two hundred. Work on the script, and then come back and, and shoot the movie. If you're going to do it Rodriguez style, you yes. know, un, under two hundred grand, you should be good to go. And especially if you're shooting in Alabama, people are friendly about locations there, so it's not like they're going to. They're really nice. Yeah, they're great. Uh, they encourage filmmaking down there. Um, I, I got a buddy of mine who just moved to Mobile and shot a shot an independent film there, and uh, they were more than happy to have him at uh, at dirt cheap prices for locations. You're good to go. You're good to go. Bank that two hundred grand and make your movie. And then we've got a place to stay in Alabama. So when you get back, you're getting ready to make it, and maybe you have a part for um, for an older gal that keeps about ten pounds walking around weight. <laughs> Give me a call. <laughs> And I that, will that, be that, your girl, okay? That is perfect. Okay. And, I mean, honestly, I'm probably just, what I'm going to do is just 
probably keep messaging Ross and be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. Right, right, right. I'm good about every other week about uh, messaging just simply because there's so many that come in. But fire away. Go there, bank oh, yeah. that. Go there, bank that two hundred. Then come back when you have the full budget. I'll, I'll help you out, and I'll, I'll I'll read it and give you your final notes for that, and tell you how to cut some more corners budget wise. Oh my gosh, I'm excited for you. Thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. Hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. Because uh, if you're gonna go, look, if you're gonna go to Afghanistan for a year to make money to make an independent film, yeah, yes, I will. I will read your script and uh, and and help you budget wise of uh, of what you can cut corners and let you know how much shit costs. Cool. Yeah, no, that's perfect. I, I really do appreciate that. Awesome, man. Well, dude, we appreciate you listening to the show, and uh, thanks for letting us call you on Friday night. Absolutely. You guys have a good night. All, All right, right. Bye, Curtis. Bye, buddy. Bye, guys. Changing lives. Yeah. You and me, I feel good about this. I feel pretty sturdy about it. Don't you? I feel pretty sturdy about it. The next Gosh, person just said, really... fuck it, call me. Oh. I don't, well, I don't know what's going to happen. Jeez. Eh, why not? Sounds promising. Ah, it always does. <laughs> Always does. Fuck you it. Lead with Call fuck me. It. <laughs> it sounds like that's the shit that I say to people. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. Fine. Uh, <laughs> fine. Like, fine. If you're going to force me. <laughs> hey, is this Chris? Oh, shit. Is this Ross? Hey, what's up, man? It's Jesse. Oh, Ross and Jesse. Fuck, what up, dude? Hey. Damn, I didn't realize uh, I could call this quick. How's it going? Nine o'clock, man. Oh, we, sorry. Yeah, we started sharp. Look, I'm a I'm a tardy teddy or whatever the opposite of Wait, that is. No, hang no, on. Definitely hang no. On. No, not a tardy teddy. Uh, no, I'm I'm a I'm a punctual individual. Punctual Paul. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> punctual Patty. I feel, hey, I feel, are I, you? Uh, I feel very transgender neutral. Are you drinking? Do we have a couple uh, drinks? I I am drinking. I am drinking. I'm a. Uh... To be honest with you, I'm only drinking Bud Light, but I'm like 11 or 12 in. I don't know. Oh, yeah. thank God. 11 or 12 in I Bud Light. I love it. Okay, very this is the second, second call that you're 12 Listen. in. Yeah, this is our second, so this is our second call tonight. You're 12 in. Uh, we're giving away free, ridiculous life advice that we ha- probably have no business doing. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have okay, any so questions. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Please. Well, I think I misread your Facebook post of, about uh, asking life questions. I thought you were looking for life advice. And oh, shit. We could do that, too. Wait, yeah, we can do that, too. We Go ahead. That Fire too. away. So uh, The past year has just kind of been, I don't, I don't want to say fucked up or crazy for me, but I just thought maybe, uh, my, you know, if I tell it, maybe somebody out there could hear it and be like, oh, yeah, I'll make it through, you know. Okay. Yeah. Do it, buddy. Is that, is that all right? So, That's totally yeah, of course. Uh, all right, so let me just tell you. So about two years ago, I landed this, or about March 2016, around there, I landed this job, fucking office job. Like, you know, 20 people there, up-and-coming company, and, uh, you know, I, I worked there for about two years, and I thought I had it made. Like, I was helping with, you know, develop the processes, how shit goes, and shit like that. And uh, I gotta be real with you. So February, I got uh, I got laid off, and it kind of sucked. And then totally. uh, uh, March, uh, my grandfather passed away, and that oh, really fucking struck me hard. You know? I'm sorry. Um, thank you. Uh, um, so I'm kind of in like a really deep fucking kind of I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do kind of place, and 
April rolled around. I, I got another office job, but it was in the same building that my other office job was in, just in a different suite. So it was kind of <laughs> Holy like shit. every time damn I showed it. up, yeah, every time I showed up, it was like, oh, God damn it, like this is what I could have done. You know, it sucks. So I quit, and I was in a really fucking dark place, and I didn't really know what I was gonna do, and and uh, I had a friend who he's a plumber. Uh, he was used to be my neighbor. He's a plumber. And he was like, hey, man, this company that uh, we get all our shit from, they're hiring, like, a bunch of, you know, great guys there. You know, I'll put in good work for you. And I was like, all right, cool. So uh, I went and I threw in an application just, you know, trying to get some kind of job. You know, it had been a couple months. And they hired me. And, man, it's like everybody there was, like, cool as fuck. And it's, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Sorry, I'm kind of drunk. But, uh yeah. I went from like a really low place in life and somebody helped me out and I'm at a job now that I love way more than I was sitting behind a desk and I was in a super low place. So I, I know you guys are probably going to ask questions about it, but I admit, like I said, I misread it. And, and uh, No, not I at all. I, no, look, no. Th- this, is, this, this is actually exactly what the show is about. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Like, dude, I'm, I'm so excited you guys called me. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Look, well, it's I, like the moral I, of that story, right? Yeah, and I, I'm excited you told that story. I'm, uh, like, I'm 25. I turned 26 at the end of the year, and, uh, and I was in a really well place, so I don't know if I really have life advice, I guess, but if anybody, if any of your listeners are in a place where they think shit can't get any worse, like, I was there. Like six months ago, I was there, and you know, I just I did it day by day, and now I'm I'm happy with life. You know, I'm sure my grandfather's probably looking down, kind of stuck at me, at me, and uh, uh, so yeah, that's that's just what I wanted to say. Like, so what do you, you think? Know? What do you think was like the secret of getting to a good place? Was it just getting through it and just going day by day, or, or was what? it the job itself that turned your life around? What was I think it? It, that it was kind of day by day, and then just having that that friend that helped me out, and okay, you know, it got me a job where I'm outside, I'm working a lot, and and I just I had to mentally change my mindset of, hey man, like it could be fucking worse, and you know, okay. I thought it couldn't be worse, but then I changed my mindset, and I was like, you know what, it can't get any worse than this. Let's just try to be positive, and I work from there, and now I'm like super happy, you know, it's like. That's sweet. So it sounds I, I, like, I, I, yeah, go ahead. I, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm super happy now and I worked through it and I, I, I hope my grandfather's proud of me from what I've done. And Of course. And, uh, I'm just going to keep going with it, you know? So I, like I said, I misread your Facebook post. I, I thought maybe you guys wanted life advice. I don't know. Like, sort of No, like, not I, at all. I, look, all of this is, is fantastic. And I'm, I'm in particular, again, I'm, I'm happy you, you know, we got to chat on the phone about this because I think a lot of people at this spot in their life, whether it be a job or something else, getting fired is fucking embarrassing. And and, yeah. and that embarrassment of getting over that, let alone having to go back to the same fucking office yeah, man, and work with the people that, that were with you there, you've been fucking through it. So to, to feel low, don't even feel ashamed of that. Everyone does. I, look, we've all been fired right. from shit. Jesse's been fired. I've been fired from, from jobs. And it's, dude, you, you can't get over that embarrassment or shame. And it takes a while to get out of that rut. The important thing is that you good. will come out of it, you know? Yeah. And like, like I said, like, I just, I worked through it day by day. And, you know, I, I realized that the job I picked up after that, 
you know, I didn't, I didn't want to keep going to that same office. And I was like, fuck it. I quit and I looked for something different. I got something completely different. I'm, I'm totally happy. So if any of your listeners are around my age, I I'm only 25. So I don't know how much life advice I had. <laughs> no, nah, it's great. Deep part in your life. Like, fuck it, dude. Just keep fucking going, man. It, it shit gets better, you know? Absolutely. Who, who's, but by the way, before we hang up, who is your friend? Why don't you give a shout out to your friend who got you that job? Uh, Andrew, uh, my old neighbor, Andrew, he was the one who, who helped me out. So I'll, I'll, he doesn't listen to your all's podcast, but I'll definitely show him this episode. So okay. awesome. Andrew, that. Andrew, you're a good friend. Yeah. You're a good man, Andrew. He, uh, Chris, you are a good friend. Andrew. He, I, re- I really appreciate everything you've done for me. So hell yeah, Chris, man. I, look, we appreciate you listening to the show and we appreciate you letting us call you on a Friday night. Dude. Fuck, I was not expecting you guys to call me right away. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, oh, you're watching a movie, and I get a call, and I'm like, what the fuck, is that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so it's awesome, man, I appreciate it. I love what you guys do, too. Like, honestly, I was, you know, whenever I can, I, was, I try to listen to your podcast, and that was me do some shit, too, so... Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you, man. Hey, have that have that twelfth beer uh, in that in that Bud Light case for me. I appreciate it. Well, Cheers. I'm almost on my thirteenth. My thirteenth beer is dedicated to you and the Lost Parish and Revolution. <laughs> so everybody, right take that thirteenth beer. Show you with me. Let's fucking go. Awesome, man. Hell yeah. Cheers, buddy. You have a great night. Thank you. You too, man. All hey, right. when does this episode air? By the way, uh, Wednesday. It'll it'll air uh, next Wednesday morning. Wednesday. All right, I'll be listening. So, all right, buddy. All right, buddy. All Bye. right, man. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Look at that. I love that. Yeah. Switch it up. It is, Bucky. You've been you've been fired a bunch of times. Like it's it's embarrassing, isn't it? It's embarrassing, and you do feel like that's it. Yeah. That's it. You're yeah. never gonna get another job, right? Uh, for a moment for forever it feels like at, the, at that time at that exact moment it's just like holy shit i ruined everything even if it's just a you know stupid job yeah yeah a dumb bar job or buzzes roost or what's worst is fucking you you apply for something that's shitty and beneath you and then you don't get that shitty and oh beneath yeah you thing fun. where you're just like oh that's fun sweet um yeah what the fuck like auditioning for a cw show and they're just like sorry you you weren't good enough for the charmed reboot oh, what man. what motherfucker um <laughs> let's give drew a jangle here that's what i like about a drew it could be a man or a woman oh that's true yeah that's drew oh, oh nailed it. you did nailed it i did hello is this drew Oh, yes, it is. Is this the big dick daddy himself? Huh? <laughs> you're, got, you're goddamn right it is. It's, it's, uh, it's me and James. James is on with me tonight. What up, dude? Oh, man. Well, how's it going, guys? It's going great. Awesome. We're giving away well, free ridiculous life advice that you, you probably don't need tonight, Drew. Yeah, we don't know. You're, you're giving me life advice or you're asking for it? We're, either one. Either one. We're either one. Down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, let's see. Ridiculous life advice. Um. Oh jeez. Okay, do you need um, do you need any advice from us? Like yeah, is yeah. there are you something dating a lady? Is there something you're grappling Sorry, just, just with? You guys are kind of quiet in the background. Uh, it sounds sorry. like you're murdering somebody. Are you are you in the middle of a murder right now? If you are. Um well, no, just post murder actually, but you know. Oh, I mean, great. Great. Yeah, bark yeah. twice if you're in the middle of a murder. Where's the best place to hide a body at uh 812 on a 
Friday night? Ah, this is a great question. Oh. We've gone over this. So Jesse and I have gone over this uh, a million times before. What I've always been told, and maybe you can back me up on this, Jesse, is uh, you need a, a barrel and, and a diesel fuel. Diesel fuel to burn a body. Okay. You're going to burn it. You, I, you have to. Are you not going to burn the body if you're, if you're trying to hide a body? I don't think you burn it because they can test those fragments. Am I wrong? Where are you, where are you going to put Drew? the body then? <laughs> Jesse, come on. You're supposed to be the murder expert. I'm giving straight up, straight up advice. I, so here's what I'm doing, Drew. I'm putting a like I'm going out to the the middle of uh, somebody's farm, right? Uh, okay. I've been doing a lot of live shows recently, and I met a guy with a farm because everybody knows I have a, like I want to murder, like kill one person, right? Are you doing pig, okay. the pig eating? So no, oh. uh, so I want to. Uh, I I met a guy out at one of the live shows recently, and he's like, "Hey, I've got a, a you know a bunch of land. You can come and burn a body on my land, and nobody's going to say shit." Um, and it's diesel. So, I, and I asked, I was like, what do I burn it with diesel fuel? And then they set a, like a metal barrel after that. Okay. Well, so you gotta be careful with the metal barrel though. Cause uh, you know, it's get pretty hot though. And if you're on the woods, you might burn something down. So you gotta, you gotta be really careful with that. Yeah. And then people will see that, right, Drew? I mean, you have to be really incognito. You're going to see the smoke, but it's like making a murder. Like, didn't they burn that, that body or no? Yes, they did. <laughs> and they found the bone fragments, right? Remember? Yeah, but they didn't. Burn it in a barrel. Yeah, they did. Anyway. No, I don't. I, I don't know about burning. I don't. You know, I don't yeah. know if I like your life advice here. But what, uh, what do you go, Drew? <laughs> let, so let, let me ask you. What, what do you go? Because the other oh, one. Oh, where do I go? Uh, the, the other one off the top of my head, real quick, before you get to yours, is this: is okay, go for it. Ocean and sharks. Like a lot ocean of chum, throw them off the boat. Yeah, you know what? That's not a that's not a bad deal, right there. You know, there you go. Because I, I live in the, I, you know, I, li- I live obviously by the ocean and it's, you know, for me to mm-hmm. charter a boat, there's no cameras down there either. Like I've been, I've been thinking oh, about yeah. that too, where I was just like, dude, I could give somebody a little shovesies off the back of that and that's it. Mm. But I, yeah. I, 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 you got to throw <laughs> enough chum on them to really make sure that body gets eaten. Right. Well, see, at this point, though, you just kind of grind it up that it is the chum and then it's just, you know, oh. you grind it up as a big thing that you're all good. Man, that's a lot of evidence, though, you're leaving <laughs> oh, behind. I know. Because all that blood. Drew, you're not thinking here, man. I'm glad you called because if you do murder well, you someone. Know, I, well, you got to bear with me. I live in Wisconsin. And there's not really ocean around to chum the waters with. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm new here. I'm, I'm trying to figure stuff out. You yeah. could do pig farm because remember the, <laughs> the pigs eat the whole thing. I don't think that's real, is it? They eat bones and everything. Yeah, no, that's that? real. All right. The pigs eat bones and everything. Boars, right? It's boars. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I, yeah I, I think I saw that movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's it's in. Look, it it's, snatched, in, it's actually right? in at night. She cries while he rides his steed. Oh, okay. The, he, yeah, exactly. He, they kill some people and give it to these Chinese guys, pigs. Um, that is true. That is true. So yeah, <laughs> so it, it, maybe yeah. it works. May, I, it all might be. I I would assume that you're all for uh, historical fact in your books, but you know. It is, yeah, yeah. So, so th- that was actually a real thing that I that I studied. However, it was it was completely legal to kill back then and then throw the bodies to the pigs. So you paid the you paid the Asian man, um, and then that was it. Uh, you you were allowed to, to to get rid of the the bodies that way because they didn't want them stinking up the fucking town. Well, you, plus you're saving money on pig feed, so you know it's 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 a win win at that point. Correct, and it also saved on funerals. So people who couldn't okay. afford a funeral, that's what they would do. 
So you could either bury the, the body and get the box and the whole shit, <laughs> or you could feed them to the fucking pigs. And that's where that came from, actually. Um, it, was, so, it was a simpler time. Yeah. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was a better time, was is, is better. what I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, Drew, we love you. Uh, I think we, oh. found, we found out a valuable thing tonight, that Jesse doesn't know how to murder yeah. somebody, and I'm amped about that. Yeah. Well, I have, okay, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I, I kind of fell off listening to the podcast a little bit because I've been busy at work, but... Uh, the only thing I remember from the podcast before was that uh, she couldn't Google anything, so she still got that going for it. Nah, that, yeah. that, 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 that's never changed. I that's still, never changed. I still cannot Google. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm so bad at the internet. Horrible. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for giving me a call. I can brag to my wife and say I talked to that douchebag from the new guy since it's your favorite movie. So. Ah, you're welcome. Nice. You're welcome. <laughs> tell, tell her, tell her, wrong level, bitch, from Connor McGuire. Okay. I, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, buddy. Have a great night, guys. Bye. Bye. Well, you need to buy the diesel now. That's the only thing I do know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, like obviously. You should go tomorrow. I own... There is diesel fuel here, so I've got it. You got diesel or yeah. you got regular... I, I got what I needed to get, Jesse. Bitch. I got what I now needed I'm to get. Now I'm scared. You should Now be. I'm scared. I'm not going to murder you. Relax. <laughs> Jeez. Somebody's got to watch the kids while I'm out gallivanting all over the world. Come on, I'm not gonna kill you. Yeah, that would be dumb. Um, I would, I would kill someone else. Right. There's a lot of people on that list. Actually, it's it's probably longer than Santa's naughty list. <laughs> Let's make our our next call here, Brian. What up, Brian? Bry guy. <laughs> Bry I've always guy. been a Bry guy on a Brian. Oh, I love it. I have. <gasps> Message. This is Brian with Commonwealth Electric and Communications. I can't come to the phone right now. Please you leave your name, number, and a brief message, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. Brian! 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 Guy. Boop! Brian! 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 It's Ross and Jesse. You missed our <laughs> phone call, but you got Dang a sweet it. message. We love you, Brian Guy. Sorry, bud. Catch us on the next Maybe one. he's mid-jack. Who knows? God, I hope so. <laughs> For his sake. All right. <laughs> mid-jack. Ah, I mean, you never know if somebody's mid-jack. Gosh, how sad, Brian. <laughs> Gosh, you could have had the best advice of your of life. your life. We could have changed your life, Brian. But he was mid-jack. That happens. Well. Do you think he strangle baited? Ah, one can, uh, one can only hope. If we were that call, because then the police are going to call us. Oh, no. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. No. Batty. You, you're new to this. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye to you. You're new. Goodbye to you. Ow. Oh, goodbye, goodbye to you. you. Voicemail that's not set up. That's a new phone. I wonder if she got the X. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Man, uh, you ever like dial number? You look at numbers and you're like, Man, I think I'm a number short. Yep, definitely am. Oh, definitely come on, am. dude. Ah, come on, happens. dude. You're going to cut this anyways, James. I'm trying not to. I know, but it's tough. There we go. It's tough to just look at numbers and then no, dial them. there's like nine eights and like four fours, and you're like, that seems like too many of those. Got it. Who is this? Uh, this is Tyler. Die. Hey, you've reached Tyler. 
Um, I can't get to the phone right now. Just leave me a message and I'll call you back. Hello, Tyler. This is Ross Patterson and Jesse Wiseman. We were calling about your test results and I'm staring at him in front of my face right now. You're pregnant. Yep. Yeah, you're going to have a little baby. So. You're going to have a little baby. Oh, probably, congrats, buddy. Uh, you should probably start stretching out your legs, get ready to have that baby. Because <laughs> uh, it's going to come outside your body, and it's going to come quick. Um, most most pregnancies are nine months, yours is four. Again, this is uh, Dr. Patterson and uh, Jesse Wiseman. And Jesse Wiseman, nurse nurse Jesse Wiseman. Yep. So get get to the hospital? Yep, and uh, get, get your legs spread. They'll be, they'll be spread for There'll four be a months. van waiting outside. Yep. Get in it. And, uh, you should probably hop on in. We're, you're going to have that baby later. Bye. Bye. B. M. Anybody? Hello? Tim. Hey, Ross, what's going on? What's up? It's Ross Patterson and Jesse Wiseman. How are you, buddy? What up, dude? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Fucking rad, Tim. I feel real good, real strong. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. What are you doing on a Friday night tonight? Uh, I am chilling at the house with the kiddos. Uh, my wife is setting up some event she has tomorrow, so just uh, drinking some whiskey and playing that new Call of Duty. Oh, how it. is it? How is it? You get down on Call of Duty or Fortnite? What's your jam? Uh, I'm Call of Duty. My son's Fortnite. Uh, a house he actually divided. put Fortnite down. He he kept winning all the time. I was like, that's not a bad problem to have, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really isn't. What, what? I keep winning. I keep I keep winning, Dad. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, Dad. Uh, we're giving out. We're dishing out free, ridiculous life advice tonight. Is there any questions you need answered in this world? Oh, so I've been pondering this. Is if I go crazy and wild question, or if I go serious, like help help people out question. So. Go go crazy and uh, wild. Yeah, what do you go with your gut? That's my first bit of, bit of advice. Yeah. Go with my gut. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I I'm gonna go with the serious one because I'm in a in that kind of life predicament right now. Anyway, go okay, ahead. let's do it. Uh, last so last year you guys did calls. You guys called me. I was looking for a job. Oh my gosh! Still oh. look now. I'm looking for a job. I just got uh, laid off last week, so I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Shit. Is it us? Is it us? Yeah, is it me? No, 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 no. You guys were good luck last time. So oh, okay, good. perfect. That's good. good. Yeah. Um, so just uh, how do you guys stay motivated? Um, you know, you guys work for yourselves. You're entrepreneurs. Yep. Um, how, do you, how do you dig deep and just stay motivated day in, day out? Money and, and kids uh, is the honest answer, and that's the easiest answer. I, and Jesse can tell you this, too, because I was like this. When I, when I was single – I mean, my drive, I felt, was above everybody else's anyways, but there's some things where you get fired or laid off that is beyond your control, and you can't fucking do anything about it. Like, I'm assuming, you know, you, you probably didn't do anything wrong to get fired, right? No, no. no. They, no, they actually wrote me a letter saying, hey, it was not due to performance whatsoever. It was restructuring the company, so. Yeah, so after that, because uh, somebody else a couple calls back had, had gotten laid off and then got a job again, and, and we had a, a similar discussion where it gets to a point where you're like, all right, what is my greatest motivation and why am I doing this? Uh, you have kids, uh, so six. do I. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, yeah. you've got six? six? Holy shit. You got, the Bra- yeah. you got the Brady Bunch there. Yeah, okay. we got three and three. Yeah, yeah. Got, it, got it. So, so that, that, those six kids, like that should be your biggest motivation on every single day. Um, then, you know, after that, whatever job you have, and as long as you're able to put food on the table and, uh, and clothes and whatnot, um, yeah. then you can start thinking about dreams, obviously. But my, my advice would be to 
just think about putting food on the table first. And then after that, start to work on your dreams. Cause you know, look, you sound like a young guy. How old are you? Uh, I'll be 40 next year. Yeah. But look, 40 is not old in today's standards anymore. I mean, dead yeah. serious, man. Um, no, I, I, yeah. and, and most of the people that, that like are my, you know, parents age or whatnot, like they're working in their seventies because they don't want to quit. They're like, dude, if I quit now, what am I really going to do with my life? Everybody keeps talking about retirement. Like it's this magical thing when truthfully it's really not like your time is up or whatever. So looking at it from that perspective and then going back and saying, all right, I'm 40 and people aren't quitting their jobs at fucking 65 anymore or 60. You have a long life ahead of you. So, you know, short-term motivation, your children, long-term, then focus on what your dream is in this life to do. Absolutely. And there's a couple things that keep me motivated in lower times. Um, It's just the fact that life is a roller coaster, right? And when things are bad, you know they're not going to be bad forever, right? It's always going to go up. Conversely, when it's good, it's not going to be that good forever, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Right. So you're always when it's really good, you're always kind of like, okay, when is when is this going to end? Right. You can think the same way when things are bad and visualizing yourself in the future, looking back at this time and being like, oh, shit. Remember that was that was fucking hard. Remember Ross Ross called me a year ago and I lost my job. Yeah. Yeah. I just sort of picture I just sort of picture myself in the future looking back at the time I'm on now. Yeah. This. Yeah, this is like the season. Like, I, I'm I'm keeping a positive mentality of it because this is actually my first week actually able to walk since July. So Shit. I've been on the mend. Yeah, what happened? I, oh. my, I was uh, I was playing some soccer back during the World Cup. You know how you get all excited when all that stuff happens. Yeah, and, uh, You're I was like, I can the do field. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I get back on the field feeling good. Uh, my Achilles actually tore from my calf muscle. Ah. Uh. God so a high tear, uh, big surgery. I was out. Dude. Uh, I was on a scooter for like 11 weeks. And then this is my first week walking. So big, big strides, you know. So I've taken this as a, as a time of like rediscovery. So Totally. Awesome. Well, look, you're, you're still young. 40 yeah. uh, is not old by any fucking stretch of the imagination anymore. Um, you know, it's not like you're fucking watching saved by the bell and it's like oh man we're gonna turn 40s it's not with advancements in technology and how much money you make you're gonna fucking live to your 90 so uh, yeah i would look at this as as a short-term problem but long term you're totally good after this so so i'm sitting there i I was hoping you guys would call i on facebook netflix pops up have you guys seen this ad for the new kurt russell netflix movie oh yeah Mm no santa the santa chronicles so i saw that and i'm what instantly thinking jesse i'm like daddy i'm gonna love it 100 daddy you guys (laughs) i'm sitting there trying to wrap my mind around it i'm i'm just like oh kurt russell as santa claus and it it, i'm kind of torn right now it could be it could be good it could I don't know. It could it could be it could be good. It could be shitty. I will say this for Kurt Russell: I have not seen a bad Kurt Russell movie in a long time. Yeah. Where I look, I'm going to go. Captain Ron was was. Uh... But even then, he was great in it. <laughs> <laughs> the movie, whatever. But yeah, see, I thought Kurt Russell did well. I thought it was Martin Short that kind of. Oh, yes. you shut your mouth. Yeah, Jesse's a huge short <laughs> fan as well. You shut your mouth. <laughs> she loves a little shortcake in her life. 
Um, no, I, Kurt, look, Kurt Russell's had a resurgence since Bone Tomahawk. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but it's one of the fucking greatest, yeah. gnarliest movies ever. Um, and he's great in uh, The Hateful Eight as well, Tarantino's oh, movie. Oh, love it. Love it. Bro. So, I, I look, Kurt Russell's back. I'm going to trust him on the Santa movie. I hope I'm not fucked by that, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, either way, Tim, I, dude, I appreciate you uh, lending us your ear uh, for the evening on Friday night. Get well soon. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. dude, best of luck on the job hunt. Kick it in the dick for me, will you? Absolutely. Hey, I sent you guys a message. I need the P.O. box so I can send you something. Oh, for Sweet. sure. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. Uh, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right. Thanks, L- buddy. Love you, buddy. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. The Kurt Russell Santa movie. I'd tell you to Google it, but you're not going to. You fucker. You fucker. Everything's coming to Netflix, by the way. Every thing that you can so imagine wh- is coming to Netflix. Every movie idea, like they're just literally Why walking not? into Netflix. Why wouldn't you? I, so I read an article yesterday about your your uh, uh, documentary that, that you wouldn't shut the fuck up about that I, I finally watched, you know? The Wild Wild Country. Oh, yes, that I wouldn't shut the fuck up about. You were like, oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. No, um, I didn't. It, it, it was just on. You were watching it in secret It was next every, to the bed. And I was like, hey. <laughs> Everybody yeah. was watching it at some point. Dude, so I read a great article on it. They had the filmmakers on uh, one of the shows because it's going to be up for, for all the, the big yeah, awards yeah, coming yeah. up, right? And one of them was like, hey, man, you said some people had passed on this, like big people had passed on this. Can you talk about it now since the, it's out and it's a smash yeah. and a huge success or whatever? Yeah. And they and he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'll, I'll talk about it now. Like I didn't want to at the time. Because we weren't sure how it was going to do. And the guy, the, the, the people seemed pretty comfortable in what they were, their life is now. Mm-hmm. And they said it was HBO. I said HBO told me to get fucked. Shut yeah. up. Yep. And, uh, I wonder like, if Duplass no. was attached at that point, though. Not sure. Yeah. And that's what makes me curious about this. Because uh, with the Duplass thing, yeah. this is the same way when I, when I, whenever I pitch like certain networks, like Adult Swim and those guys... They always tell me to go through. They were like, well, would you mind having a production company behind yeah. it? And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. And it's the same one every time. And it's Tim and Eric's company. Okay. Uh, Absolute. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't care who you attach to it. So I wonder now if the Duplass brothers are big enough that the network is now going to them saying, look, we'll do this thing. Would you mind having so-and-so attached? Right. So I don't know if the Duplass brothers found that or not, or vice versa. If Netflix exactly. found it and then said, hey, we yeah. think this can be good. Will you give this to the Duplass brothers? So we'll see. Boom. We're calling Ben Jammin. Ben Jammin. Yeah. That's driving Miss Daisy. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Big fan. Big oh. fan. Huge. Hello. Is this Benjamin? Hey, Ross. What's going on? What? Hey, it's Ross and Jesse. How are you? What's up? Hey, Jesse. How's it going to you? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. How are you, buddy? Good, man. How about you? Man, I'm right as rain. We're dishing out unwanted life advice tonight. Um, is there anything you want solved in this world? Like, do you want to learn how to Google or whatever? I could totally teach you. <laughs> I know, can't. I know. You don't. No, I know. I heard the podcast today. <laughs> oh, boy. Jeez, an hour later, it's like, was it the Taylor Swift? I'm like, what are you looking up? Taylor Swift's age, Benjamin, is all I ask. Uh, all I ask, and I got a, a whole sack full of. Oh boy, ooh, ooh. <laughs> what do I 
you do? <laughs> Shit. I, I know how it is. I know how it is. Right? Uh, when life. you're under pressure, right? Hey, I, I, work, I work in a job where pressure goes around there. I know how that is. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm feeling, and I'm sure it's samesies, you and me. Exactly. <laughs> Your pressure, my pressure, right? Yeah, we're all under <laughs> pressure. We're all under pressure. Anyways. What do you got for us tonight, Benjamin? Uh, life advice is for me. Uh, one thing is, I mean, what if you, like I said, I'm 37 by right now, and I always want to go for my what I really want to do in life, but I'm stuck in this little thing. How do you do it with writing and stuff like that? So I, my, how I did it, and, and this is kind of, cheating a little bit was I knew from a very young age. So the thing you want to do, how old were you when you figured out what you really wanted to do? Right. I was about like 10, 11, 12. Me and my friends writing short stories and I kind of got out of it when I joined the military and after that. Right. Uh, what, and Just, what, what do you do now? Are you happy at the job you currently have? In a way, I mean, it's a, it provides for me and my son so that I'm happy with that. I, I work as a, I work for Ford as a parts person. Okay. Okay. So my, my, my best advice on that is if you're serious about it, um, do you have nights off? Like, did your, did your kid go to sleep at like eight or nine o'clock? I, he's a four-year-old. He goes to sleep when I try to get him to sleep at four. I mean, you, you understand what that is. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. I, we have a four-year-old. So I, I, we usually put him down somewhere in the, in the 839-ish range. Same. Try to. Same yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, um, you know, if you don't have to work until, or, or the, you know, the, your child doesn't get up until seven, what I would do is dedi- do this. If you're totally dead serious about it, just dedicate three hours a night to writing whatever you're, you're writing. And then at the end of it, see, see how it turned out and see what the process is. Uh, I, I, def- okay. I definitely wouldn't quit your day job, but if you were passionate and serious about it, dedicate that three hours a night. I mean, you take, for example, tonight, Jesse and I are, are doing the show. I worked all day. Tonight, I, I have a script due, so I'll be up, you know, I will dedicate three hours tonight to this script to try to finish it up, but it is important. I don't know if it's going to get made or not, but it is, it is definitely important to me, so I'm going to dedicate at least three hours tonight, and that way, I'll be able to get up with my kid in the morning and not be a total shit show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand, I understand how that is. I completely understand. I completely agree with you. That's a great thing. Great idea. I never thought of it that way. Do you write, are you wanting to write scripts or novel? What are you... Uh, well, the short stories at first. I really want to do what I, I do want to try to do a script at one one point. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of ideas for a couple of little horror, a couple of comedies, and I've been watching some of your stuff, Ross, just to you know, get ideas. I look, and i just seen how it goes through, and that's why I like listening to your podcast, because I get an idea what your process goes through, how you do it. Sure. I, I, I Look, since we're talking, I mean, I, I can reverse engineer it for you real quick, because that is literally what I'm doing tonight. Uh, first of all, I, all start, right. I start with budget. So whatever I think the budget of this this project is going to be, in, the, in this case tonight, it's a, a horror comedy movie that I'm working on. Um, I, I, you know, I, I rewrite it from the, a budget perspective of, okay, how expensive would this scene be to shoot? Uh, so at first I look at extras. Extras, yeah, that, that takes up clothing, food, uh, housing. You, that, that's just money on a production budget. So then I'm like, all right, instead of maybe 10 people getting killed, I'm going to have three people get killed in this scene because that's more cost efficient. Um, right. Writing something of a smaller budget. If you're trying to make it yourself or, you know, just pitching it to indie producers and all that other stuff, like they're not going to go for a budget of more, more than three to $5 million. So keep that in mind when you're writing it. Uh, mm-hmm. if you're, now, if you're going to write something very expansive, that is expensive, and it's something your your dream to write. And like, man, I don't want to worry about money or a budget or any of that shit. 
make it a novel. With a novel and writing a book, you can distribute it yourself. Uh, you can make it, you know, you can kill a hundred people in a scene. You don't have to worry about food or extras or any of that other stuff. And if you genuinely love writing as, as much as you say you do, uh, then turn that expensive thing into a, a book. And then hopefully it'll get picked up by somebody else to get made. I look, okay. when, when, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch in a night. She cries while he rides a seat are fucking awesome. And they're hilarious. But those are super expensive, and I'm not famous enough to get those made on that scale yet. But I hope, hopefully, the books are successful enough one day that somebody comes and gives me the budget to do it. Okay, I got you. I, I love both of them, by the way. I listen to both of them on the way to work and the way home to get through it. My community, love both of them. And I see how it is. I see the scale, and I can see the image. Of oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy. What do you think of Jesse's Asian accent? <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> you rub it. <laughs> but the other thing, yeah, there's a couple other just simple adv- pieces of advice too, which is like, just finish it. Even if you hate it, even yeah. if it's like not perfect or spell check or anything, yep. get to the end of the project. Um, gotcha. However you get there. And then going back and kind of fixing it and stuff like that, that will take you to a level that um, that you can actually get it get it out somewhere. Yeah. I mean, and, and last point of advice on this is I have a page count every single day. So, uh, you know, I typically write five to six days a week, uh, depending upon, you know, if I stay up that extra night on Saturday night or whatever, if, if Jesse's tired, do a page count, stick to it and don't worry about whether it's good or bad. Just make sure you hit that. You can always go back and re-edit it. Um, right. and things aren't as bad as you think they are during the writing process of it. Now they might be when you go back and reread it. I mean, there's been some shit that I've written where I'm, I go back and reread it the next day. I was like, man, that was shit. Uh, but let's say I wrote five pages the night before and let's say it was three pages of shit. There's at least two pages of good shit where I'm like, all right, I can go back and rewrite that and kind of work that in. And it's easier to fix um, an outline than it is just an empty page. Correct. Right? So like at least there's a <laughs> words there so always be writing i'm gonna i'm gonna go a b a b w oh boy no it's Uh, true um because it good or bad you will be able to use that somewhere later on down the road i mean uh, there was a joke no lies so this script that i am doing that is i don't know do monday morning uh there is a joke that i really love from a movie i wrote in 2006 that movie never got made fucking used it tonight dude uh awesome yeah (laughs) yeah so you see so you start, start to cut you off right here, but you're saying keep like a composition notebook in a way around too. So if I get an idea, write it down. Yes. So I won't yes. forget it. Yes. Okay. Um, and, and never stop keeping those ideas because, you know, you'll be doing something. You'll be busy throughout the day. And again, you've got kids. We, we've got kids. And like, you'll forget, man. I always forget. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Jesse always reminds me. And it's just like, hey, man, what was that thing I said about the thing on the other day and whatever? And she's like, dude, just go write it down. And that's what you should do. All right, man. Thanks. I do appreciate this. Like I said, I speaking of which, I was telling my girlfriend tonight that I, I want to see a horror comedy from you because she loved Range Fifteen. Ah, uh, man, I appreciate. Dude, it. Look, we hope. If, yeah, if, if, yeah. I I've got a couple out there. If it depends on how weird you want to get tonight, but if you have Amazon, right. if you have Amazon Prime, um, we, we I've got a couple movies on there that are free. One with Jesse. Helen Keller versus Night Wolves, which is a horror seen comedy. It. Seen, ah, it. I saw that. seen it. Right. <laughs> what about Pool I Boy? like. Saw Pool Boy. I got in trouble with Pool Boy. We do a bad movie night. Bad B movie night. Yeah. And the person, this one girl looked at me. She said, what the hell am I watching? She said, this is the most offensive movie. I said, no, no. I, <laughs> I, said, I said, 
I said, look at it this way. I said, I see your films as trauma films in a way. Yes. Yes. The same kind of satire with the two with the over the top violence and stuff like that. Correct. Like, I said, he can get more offensive. I said, matter of fact, I said, I texted the girl. I said, you need to read his book. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no, don't. Don't, don't. She'd be super offended. Um, and well, by, she's by the way, left, too. Oh, well, fuck her. But uh, by, by the way, b- before we hop off, I'm glad you brought up the trauma thing. That was actually my inspiration for St. James movies and all that stuff. I had caught oh. uh, Toxic Avenger. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I'd caught Toxic Avenger. Man, maybe in uh, 2003, 4-ish range. And uh, and then I had seen The Room, like, right after that. And those two back-to-back, I was like, fuck. I wonder if I could make fun of that genre and kind of put a twist on it. And then years later, uh, maybe two years ago, I, I don't know if you saw a movie called FDR American Badass. I did see that, too. So Lo- Lloyd Kaufman, who was, you know, the trauma king, president of trauma, all that right. shit. Uh, he ended up narrating... Uh, FDR American Badass for a Saturday night movie thing on cable, and that made my entire life that Lloyd Kaufman oh, had watched my movie and narrated it. That's fucking awesome! I look, one of my favorite movies is yours. I didn't direct was Fifty Thousand Dollars in the Call Girl. Actually. Oh man, that's where I met Jesse. That's where I met uh, Jesse at. That's why I looked at this. I mean, I first saw this, and this looks like Jesse. I said, "Oh, it's all right." And I watched it. It's actually really good. And I liked it, and it's not many people heard of it from. Then I yeah. tell people about it. I try to push people towards it. It's great. It's a, Thanks, it's a great film and, a, and like a hardcore drama. And everybody's like, yo, man, I didn't know you could do shit like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where we met. And t- we've been together ever since. So I'm glad you oh, like that movie. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I do. I do like it. It's, like, it's one of my favorite out of your, everything that you started. Shit. I appreciate that's it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, no problem, man. Hey, man. Well, have a great night. And uh, dude, keep writing every night. Seriously. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Bye, buddy. All right. Bye. Right on. I love that. 50K and a Call Girl is a great movie. I haven't seen that in years. It really is so good. The girl in that. Fuck, she was really good. Really good. Really good. She was like, it was weird. It's like she was, she was cute. <laughs> you know? Not what I would have cast. But it's the personality, really, that comes through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really shines, shines Yeah, and then like you diamond. find her, like, attractive. Yeah. First glance, though, ah, you go, interesting sure. choice. Yeah. Hello? Hey, is this Colin? This is Colin. Colin, what's up? It's Ross Patterson and Jesse Wiseman. How are you? What's up, hey, Colin? Hey, going, guys? Yeah, what are you doing right now, Colin? You sound a little sweaty. You sound a little hot. Whoa. A little hot? <laughs> a little hot. Whoa, little hey. Hot. Yeah, we, I'm going to leave we, you guys alone. Were you out jogging? <laughs> or, uh... He just asked you what you're no, wearing. My voice just has that hotness to it. It does, Colin. You, you, you've got yeah, a, you definitely. You've got a voice for like a like, like an old school nine hundred number line. Yeah, it's, it's got like, honey in that hey, voice. Yeah. yeah, and and the face for it. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. I, the face for it. <laughs> Colin, we are dishing out unnecessary life advice tonight. Is there any anything that uh, you would like us to to Do answer you have in a, your life? A query. <laughs> Oh, you're giving the live advice. Oh, or, hey. or you can. You can. You can as well. That, that's the other. That's want. the other stipulation to it tonight. Oh, okay. Because I, I have one that I've been. It, it bugs me constantly, and it's if it doesn't affect your life, don't let it affect your life. Okay. And, oh, you and, know and, that's my motto. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's Jesse's motto. What's, what's your biggest? That. What's your biggest pet peeve regarding that statement? 
Uh, it's everything, especially today with like all the political stuff. Totally. And, you know, the, the craziness that goes, it's like, what does that have to do with you? Like, why are you in an uproar right now? Why like, do you take it, everything so personal? Like everyone takes yeah. everything so personally. Exactly. Like that like, they aren't it, even it, talking to you. Yeah. And I mean, it goes even down to the smallest thing, like even somebody cutting you off, like that doesn't really affect your life. Like just let the guy go. Who cares? That's true, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, like, it, are you, you know going to Yeah. Somebody did yeah. that to me tonight on the drive home. And I was like, fuck it. I, I, my office is eight miles away from my house, essentially. So and I was like, I, I was almost about to gas it like, fuck you. Fuck you. Die slow, motherfucker. Yeah. Double birds. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I am literally three minutes from my house. What the <laughs> fuck do I care? I, and, and yeah, I just. I like this one a lot. Yeah, I did too. So true. Especially now. Like everybody's such a fucking cunt about politics and everything. Oh, yep. dude, it's fucking ridiculous. And yeah. you, you watch all the uproars on Facebook or the news or whatever. And I just sit there and think like, what, why, who, why? Yeah. What does that have to do with like you? all the things? How that does that affect you? Yeah. They're trying to tell us not to do right. All the things like they're trying to tell you not to say or yeah. do you know what I mean? Where yeah. you're like, and it's like why? Now, now I can't drink LaCroix because it has cockroach killer in it uh, i heard that apparently God damn I'm it i'm stronger than a cockroach you I are be proud of that i believe in you too i want you to know that i believe <laughs> yep. in you yep i think you're i think you're stronger than i think you drink that i dr- look i drink i drink tap water and every city i go to that's a fun fact not a lot of people know about me and i do it just because it makes me feel above the law like fuck you dude that one's actually bad right i was in <laughs> i was in pittsburgh that. and i was in pittsburgh uh, recently for a live show and we got back to the hotel and uh, somebody, my Dan was just like, I'm going to go down and grab a bottled water. And I was like, I'm good, man. I'm going to tap out. I'm oh, going to tap out. And he was like, what? God. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm going to fucking tap out, dude. It's like taste metal. Well, then you get to rate cities based off of their tap water. That's a fun game. Oh, yeah. Boy. Right. I, yeah. I, I already know my first city then. That's like, the like worst my, or the best? The best. For worst or best? Yeah. 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 Best. I'll, I'll go. Uh, you were up there. Helen. Helen, Georgia. Um, Like Is, that. That fresh stream water where you're just like, yeah, oh, man. Gotta, yeah, yeah, so you think. I could really dump my balls in that. Yeah, like, that's that was when great. the sewage goes right yeah. into their supply. Worst, it's like this small little well. Worst water I've ever had was in uh, Clearwater, Flint, Florida, Michigan. actually. No, I've never been to Flint. I will <laughs> never go to Flint. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You fucking SOB. So you think true. you'll ever catch hey, me in he's Flint? he's not wrong. No, yeah. he's not. <laughs> No, it was in Clearwater, Florida. There was uh, like a lot of lime in it. So uh, all the drinking fountains there like crusted over with this green thing. And I was like, oh, boy. Um, But I like that, man. Uh, Dude, I appreciate you taking the time and letting us call you tonight. Yeah, thanks for calling me. I've listened to every episode of both shows. And I was like, fuck yeah, I want to talk to these guys. Fuck yeah, Right, And you had the best (laughs) advice that really speaks to me. Yeah. Because, you know, I just I don't really pay attention to anything because at all until it affects me. Yeah, it, well, that's how everyone should live. Right. It is. It is until I, someone if something affects me personally. Meh. Man, my best advice for people out there listening is uh, get get to understand Google. Um, and Shut that's, up. That's, that's for you, Jabes. I won't ever do it. <laughs> oh, boy. Is there a class I can take? No, or? If you can't no. find it in three words, then just give up. Exactly. <laughs> Taylor Swift age. That's all we needed Shut like up. two shows ago. <laughs> I put it. Taylor Swift. 
Swift. I just listened to that on the way home. (laughs) (laughs) I just forgot the age part. Jeez, James. Oh, man. Colin, we love you. If you put in Taylor Swift, it'll probably show up age first. It didn't. didn't. You would think, right? It doesn't. I think Kanye is the first one it comes up as. It's her tour. All right. Yeah, yeah. Colin, we love you. We appreciate listening, buddy. Hey, yeah, love you guys too. Thank you. All Thanks, right, take buddy. Care. <laughs> See ya. Who are we calling? Jacob. Jacob. Jakub. Bueno, Jakub. Hello? Oh. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> Jacob. Holy shit, is that the big dick daddy? It is, dude. How are you? It's 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 Good. it's me How and James. James against the machine tonight. What up, Jable? What up, buddy? Fuck, I love that you guys called me. Oh, <laughs> uh, nailed it. You're my favorite. Yeah, you whenever, are you, whenever my you leave favorite. with a with a mock Asian accent like that, you'll you'll automatically vault to the top of Jesse's list. Oh, my Asian stepmother loves it. Every time someone texts me, she has to hear, you know, Jable scream, you right it. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you have an Asian stepmother? It is, and she's listen to that. What was that? You have an Asian stepmother? I do, I do. That's oh, awesome. That's great. Congratulations on... on Did on, she get mad oh, about it? Dude, you're telling me the best food ever. Told nice. you. I love the Asian community so much. And, and is, she, oh, is she subservient to your father? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet your house is word. very clean. Shut up. Oh, it... OCD clean, Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love the Asian community. God damn it. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. When, look, when Jerry, when when, when uh, James passes, obviously I'll I'll have to take another bride and marry younger, and it'll definitely be yeah, Asian. I'm sure by then you can just buy them off eBay or something. Yes. Oh, that's so true. Uh, I hope because I, I don't want to. I don't want to get in a. I want to buy it now option. I don't want to get in an auction style thing on eBay. Yeah, I want that. I want that shit here today. If I'm spending over thirty five dollars, it better be here by nine p.m. A hundred percent. I'm gonna pay that extra forty. Uh, we're doing uh, unnecessary yeah. life advice tonight. What do you What do you got? Unnecessary life advice. Let's see. You need us to answer anything about your life. Any decisions? Huh. Any lady problems? Any? Uh... Well, I'm gonna go. I have two different kids with two different moms, so just pull out. Oh, like, right. Yeah, pull right. out. I like that a right. lot. What's? Uh, let me ask you this: the the first time you didn't pull out, how how old was uh, the lady? Um, we were both seventeen. Ooh, that's young. Yeah, yeah you can't expect, yeah. like, I know. Did, did somebody tell you not to pull out, though? Did, was there ever anybody who did? Because nobody, nobody really had that talk with me. I just figured it out on my own. Or it was oh, just no, like, no one had that talk with me. They never said, hey, it's going to feel great. You know, you're just going to seize up. But, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it is for a guy, though. That's what it is. You've got to sit down and say, hey, man, you've got to pull out. Well, he you're said too you young just have a you child. seize you up. You do. That's the truth. That, you like you're you're having, you can't. Guess what? Yeah. Yeah. Found out I was going to have a kid. Fuck. Dang. That's crazy. Uh, how old were you when you when you had the next child? Um, my next, second child was actually born a day after your kid. Okay. So Nineteenth. Great. So, yeah. So how, how many how many years of separation are your children's ages? Uh, seven years. Okay, seven years. So look. Yeah. You want to look at the positives of this. At least you learned, like, hey, seven years later, I'll, I'll decide to have another child that was smart. Um, yeah, are you, not with a whore this time. So. Oh, I know, right? So are you married to the second one, or are you guys just dating? I, I am married to this one. We've been uh, together six years. so That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So it sounds like everything's going in the right direction. 
it, it is going right. You know, I kind of learned from that first decision and realized I'm going to pull out until I like this one. So I filled it up like a Twinkie. <laughs> oh boy! If you can see the level of disgust on Jable's face right now, I'm disgusted, dude. I'm cool. So I'm good. I'm cool, man. Like I can hang out with the dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can talk, you know, sex talk. <laughs> like the dorkiest first. You're like, get out. Oh boy, get out. Go to bed, Jabes. Jakob, we appreciate you you uh, you letting us call you tonight. Pull That's out. good advice. Pull out is great yeah. life advice for everyone. I say don't pull out until, until your 30s, to be honest with you. But, you know. I'm just not going to stop. <laughs> I'll probably get more than in a couple of years, but hey. Why not, man? You Spread go. your seed. Jagger it up, I'm you know? I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to. <laughs> awesome, Love man. It. Well, thanks for letting us uh, chat with you. You have a great night. Thanks, man. You guys, too. All right. Thanks, buddy. Bye. 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 That's what I love about these shows. You really don't know what you're going to get. I feel every it up single call like a Twinkie. Twinkie. You're welcome. You're welcome for that, Javes. You raise me up so I can. So we got Bob. Oh. Anybody with a Bob? Like I'm gonna I ask, love I'm gonna a ask Bob. It. Yeah, I don't really. This is Bob. Yeah. yeah yes. Goddamn right, Rock. it is. Jables. What's, What's up, up, buddy? Bro? Not much, man. What's going on, Bob? I, so, top. I'm gonna I'm gonna go strong with you off the top of the gate because I don't. I only have one other friend who's Bob, and it's Robert. Um, to go with a Bob, that's a strong decision. Of like, hey, man, I am definitely a Bob in this life, and fuck you guys. What made you go with Bob? So, it's kind of a long story. I'm named after my grandfather. Of course, his name was Robert. Yep. Right. My dad's name's Robert. Ah. And my name's Robert. None of us are fucking juniors. So, really? Oh. Yeah. D- different middle names. Somewhere. James. So, you're all Bob James, um, but you just didn't do like uh, Roman numerals at the No, end. My, my middle name's James. My okay. dad's middle name is John. And my grandpa's middle name was something with a C. <clears throat> Nobody ever actually told me. Clyde. So. Let's go with Clyde just I was for the say sake Carl. of Carl. Yeah. Uh, Carl with a, with a C, maybe, maybe. Um, tonight we're doing unnecessary life advice, Bob. W- what do you got for us? Should I frame my lifetime letter of lifetime ban from Kirkuk Airbase for having porn on my laptop? Oh God! What? With a hundred percent, without a doubt. And I, I would, mean, obviously, but... I would take that into Hobby Lobby too, um, just so you make them feel uncomfortable about it, because they're going to read it after. Oh yeah. After you leave. Oh yeah. So leave them with a story, and usually at a Hobby Lobby, it's older women, you know, like uh, divorcees, uh, sure. usually late forties, early fifties, or like a real nerdy dude. Yeah, and then just walk in with it and say, "Look, guys, um, this." This is means a lot to me. This letter, uh, it's the only one I have. It's an original, and I need this framed properly to remind myself every day of the man that I am or the man that I could have been, and then walk out after that. So then they have to read that you got fired for excessive porn. Can I ask a question about the fire? Wait, what kind I of porn? Didn't actually, get fired. You didn't. What? <laughs> yeah. what, what happened? So uh, I was over there working. I'm a civilian. I've never served. But okay. I was over there working. I was Kirkuk Air, uh, Kirkuk Air Base uh, doing some work for the Air Force. And uh, 
me and a Air Force sergeant got to uh, trading our porn collections because, well, you know, three, four months, what you bring with you wears out, right? So an airman caught wind of that, and I don't know if he was like some sort of holy roller or whatever, but he turned us in. And MPs, oh yeah, MPs knocked on my door at three in the morning and telling me they're going to take my laptop, which, you know, turns out you can't resist that. In case you're wondering, so, uh, <laughs> so don't, don't try and do that. Here's the here's the thing. First of all, a guy should never out another guy for porn unless it's child porn. Then, yeah, set fire to the rain, burn the fucking people on fire. Other than that, I don't care if a buddy of mine's watching hardcore graphic gay porn. I'm not gonna out him for that. I'm not gonna out him for strangulation porn. I'm not gonna out him for that either. Like as as a guy, guy code, don't out your buddies for fucking porn, man. Now, if it's too loud, you can hate say you can turn that down a little bit. I, you know, I can hear somebody getting fucked through the drywall. But if it's Wait, not you're trading porn collections, I need to go back to why. What's that now? You're trading porn collections. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you know, yeah. I mean, how much can you you bring over there at once, right? You got to okay, trade. Okay, yeah, 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 got it, got it, got it. Sorry, sorry, and you know. You, you kind of run through it and it wears out. Yeah, totally. you got, you got to change the shades. Yeah. You can only watch the same. You have to understand this is pre-internet, so it's not minutes. like yeah, and you can't just. I think that's what I was confused about. Yeah, James, this is well, a, it wasn't this is pre-internet, but downloading porn in Kirkuk, Iraq, is impossible. The military internet was not something you could do. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, and I, and I remember General, by the way because I'm a civilian too. Uh, I, I asked somebody asked me to send him a care package over there, and the one the first thing they asked for was porn. They were like, "We need fucking porn," and I was like, "All, all right, oh my cool, gosh, okay, yeah. yeah, all right." Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's it's everywhere, right? But you know, apparently the Air Force takes themselves really, really seriously. That's so, so fucking boom. stupid. Yeah. So, you know, what can I say? You know, it, it didn't, you know, whatever I, you know, I got kicked out. And when I had to call my boss and told him that I was getting a boot, he's like, well, if it's gay porn, you're fucking fired, which it wasn't gay porn. So I'm still employed by the same outfit. So, yeah. Did did you tell him when you walked out? I'm sorry if I rubbed you the wrong way. (laughs) No, no. That hindsight been, hindsight equals uh 2080 uh whatever the old saying is that my grandfather said uh, but yes. i say yeah. good i say good job i say good That's job a great way to and get I, would, I would definitely get it framed but yes. but again drop it off at hobby lobby so they have to frame it for you there's a framing service in the back take it to one yeah. of those yeah where, and where really they frame mull it for over you. it too like yeah, yeah yeah go over it with them show them like where you want things centered make sure they read it yeah pick a nice old wooden frame <laughs> where you're just like oh man this is, and you just say look this is going up in my 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 study I've got four kids. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but I got four kids. You know, I want them to to walk by this and understood what their father did overseas. Because you did a good <laughs> deed. You were just trying yeah. to help somebody out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, well. Yeah. Yeah. Damned well, if you whatever, do. Damned if you don't, yeah. right? <laughs> they get you coming and going. All those things. Yeah. Literally. Literally, <laughs> James. Well, Bob, uh, we appreciate you, you being on. And uh, I hope that helps. Uh, and, and, and if, by the way, if you do take it to Hobby Lobby, 
If you if you shoot a screenshot of it, we'll post it on the Ross Patterson Revolution yeah. Facebook page of, <laughs> of, of your framed letter on on the page. Absolutely, gonna <laughs> have to, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm headed up to the North Slope uh, Tuesday. It's gonna have to wait till after that, but I'm getting it framed. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, perfect. Hey, thanks for thanks for uh, letting us bother you, Bob. We appreciate it. No problem. Have a good evening. All later. Right, bye. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. That was a great one, Bob. Bob. Ah. As Bob's go, that was that was a good one. Yeah, I only know one other Bob who goes by. Uh, ah, that's not true, actually. My my grandmother used to date a Bob. He's passed away now, but he was fucking hilarious. Hilarious in a way of like uh, you have to be if you're a Bob. Yeah, he was right. a plumber. Perfect. And uh, he had no sense of like like feeling in certain places. He was numb. And okay. So he, I sat. We sat down at Thanksgiving, and he was hard of hearing as well. And um, and he wasn't that old. Right. Uh, and he, we sat down at Thanksgiving. He picked up the gravy boat and was pouring it on the gravy and just checked out mentally. He had a thousand yard stare in his eye. It was all over the plate, down his pants, down the shirt, oh, everything. No. I was like, Bob, Bob, Bob. Bob. <laughs> and like, he finally looks up and was like, oh shit, I'm sorry. And he oh goes, my God. what? And I go, hey man, there's hot gravy like all <laughs> over your groin, you know, Hey man, real, chest. real quick. Yeah. Let me let me quick question. Let me holler at you, Bob. Um Hey Bob. Real I, lo- quick? I loved him. He uh sure, was, sure. was a great dude. Well, this is Thomas. Thomas, this is Ross Patterson. How are you? Good, Ross. How's it going? It's good, man. We got Jables here too. What's up, Tom? Awesome. What's what's crack a lacking, Tom? We're, we're we're giving out unnecessary life advice tonight. Uh do you got any for us or do you want us to give any to you? Yeah, you got, um, you got any issues? Electric fences are not urinals. Oh, boy. Did you learn that one the hard way? Yeah, and um, it was one of those shock boxes that's rated for 200 miles of fence. No way. All right, so let me let me unpack this here real quick. What when you When you pissed on it, yeah, does it, does it burn your dick? Like, does that immediately go and shock your dick? Um, no, but your, um, the hair on your tank stands up for a while. Really? So no, no pain whatsoever in the, in the urethra or the dick hole, as it's the medical term is called. Um, lots of pain. Right? Really? How, what, scale of, of, of 1 to, to 10, what do we got here pain-wise? Um, no amount of alcohol can remove that memory. Yeah, so, uh, it's, so, so we're, we're probably, you're, you're, it sounds like a 12, and you, you still sound a little traumatized by it. Yeah, it's rough. I think I'd rather give birth to a bowling ball. Wow, no shit. Yeah. It, was, it was that bad. What does it cause? Oh, yeah. By? Well, no, it's because it's electricity. So, you're, I mean, you're getting electrocuted on the inside. And, 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 the and inside? correct me, by the way, correct me if I'm wrong, it only stops when you finish pissing, right? <laughs> yeah, well... Fortunately, it was not after drinking. Yeah. So you had a short stream because, like, look, let's say you had housed it the night before and you woke up late, polished off at 12, and then you started pissing. That that shock is going to go until you stop pissing. Or fall over sideways. Exactly. Is that, <laughs> is is that, that what, what you happened? did? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Not my proudest it. moment. Oh. Uh, I think it is, though, actually. Um, and I'm look, I'm super stoked because I've never met anybody who's done it. That's always been one of yeah. those childhood dares where you're like, or like urban legend. Yeah. So you actually did it. You son of a bitch. Yeah. It, or, um, yeah. Do you have kids right now? 
Nope. Probably yeah. why. That's exactly that was my next it. question. That's my next question. Do you think it's because of that? Um, definitely, probably improved my chances of not having kids. Wow. Are you oh dating God. or married right now? I got a girlfriend. Have you not? No have kids. you not pulled out of her and, and tried it? Who pulls out? Yeah, there it is. Champions don't. You're goddamn right. Yeah. I love to hear that answer. Um, <laughs> so she, she, but she's never been with child. So yeah, maybe it is you, man. Maybe. Yeah, she has two kids. Oh, They're just shit. not mine. So she has two and you can't get her pregnant, right? Well, he doesn't know. Not so far. Yeah. If it's been this long, how long have you guys been dating? About six, seven months. Ah, six well, or seven months. Yeah, you know. yeah. you, are you guys boning on the reg? Uh, definitely. There it is. I'm telling you, it's that gate. You piss on that gate. That's what happens, man. It shocks your balls. I'm really sorry, but if she's got kids and you guys are happy together, then look, you can be somebody else's father and, uh, you know, chalk that up as a loss in this life. Or win. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, Hey man, I, I appreciate you taking the time on a Friday night, Thomas. No worries. Good advice. Good advice. And thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Always. (laughs) Take care, buddy. All right. Freedom the fuck on. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, man, that's great. I've always wondered that. Because if you had a a huge stream like that, I heard it just keeps going. I heard you just keep getting electrocuted. Yeah, like you can't stop it. Yeah. And it won't stop until you stop. Fuck. And you know what? You know what made me think about this today? So I'm I'm down at Carolina Beach and they're they're still kind of fixing like the wires and shit, you know, for the electricity. And I bumped into one that was dangling and I was like, oh, fuck. Really? I mean, I audibly screamed. And I was just like, Did oh, it fuck. Buzz you a little? It was dead. Oh, it was dead. And it was already dumb. dead. No, but here's the thing. It was swinging back and forth. And I was just like, you don't know. Because mm-hmm. we had that windstorm yesterday. It was like, you know, what, 47 mile an hour winds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And some shit was blowing around. So I was like, oh, fuck. Was this the fresh one from yesterday? Was, was this from the hurricane? I, I mean, I jumped and I, I may have screamed like a woman. I was the only one there. So Probably you did. Whatevs, Jabes. Uh, but that's, dude, that is no joke, that shit. Like four realsies. Um, four realsies. Uh, this guy's getting drunk with his girlfriend. Let's see if those. Yeah, I was like, is there any girls shit. in the pile? Ah, come on, Jabes. Come on, dude. Come on, Jabes. You come on, dude. Scradle, diddle, diddle, down, down. I can't hear. Uh, Hello. Yo. Yo. Is this a big dick daddy? You're goddamn right it is, Michael. And Oh, uh, my God, Ross. Is this you? It is, dude. <laughs> you got you got Jables, too. Is that the Jables? Oh, I just talked to my girlfriend about you really just this second saying that her and Jables would get along perfectly. Put her on really? the phone. Really? I need a friend. Throw her well, on the she's phone. in the bar right now. We're at the fucking bar right now with live music, bro. No Dang shit. Stick around that right now. Are you, are you playing or are you, are you just there listening? No, my fucking legends in Lafayette, Louisiana, which I know you're coming on my birthday, November 1st. Yeah, yeah. freaking New Orleans. Yeah. I'm going to be there. Oh, yeah. shit. Hell yeah, I'll be there, dude. We'll be there for the, uh, fuck, we'll be in the French Quarter uh, that weekend, and we're tailgating at the Alabama LSU game on the 2nd, um, and we'll be going to the, that Saints-Rams game on the Sunday, dude. Uh, super right. stoked to come out to I took, I took the next day off so I can go there that weekend. So you got to pick someone up for a fucking wedding that Saturday we're going to. So really? we'll be there. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So tonight, look, we're, we're giving away unwanted life advice or vice versa. What do, you, what do you got tonight, Michael? What are you feeling? 
All right. So I was in the military, as most people that listen to your show were. Yeah. Don't get married to the first person that actually wants to fuck you after <laughs> you get back from your training. Because that's what I did. And I got uh, two kids with that bitch. And she's a fucking dependipotamus, as we call them. And it is horrible. Yeah. Shit. I, you know, it's funny, man. So uh, a lot of my friends are, are, are ex-military and they say the exact same thing. They also say that strippers are a bad problem. I just talked to my buddy about this. He said he dated a stripper just to get a place to stay yeah. between deployments. And he's like, dude, that chick was fucking crazy. Well, let's face it. I mean, all, come on. All strippers are crazy. We had a porn star in well, drinking yeah. bros the other day. I know. I listened to that today and I was like, dude. That's fucking ridiculous what she was saying. <laughs> was, that, was, that, was that not one of the craziest episodes of all time? That was fucking crazy. It was super entertaining, though. It was. It was. I love seeing behind the curtain of that shit. Yeah. Behind the curtain of porn and behind the, the, the curtain of strippers where you're just like, huh. I feel like behind the curtain of strippers, you kind of know what you're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dated a stripper? No, I've never dated a stripper. I stayed out of that. I was an officer, so I had to stay a little bit clean. I couldn't date strippers. Yeah. That's the enlisted guy's job. Okay. I had behind my or in front of my number, so I had to be a little more, more careful than those guys have to be. Got it. But so yeah, you were an officer and a gentleman. <laughs> I, I, I put that on a dating profile. I'm an officer and a gentleman. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like it. Lovely first of where we belong. Have you ever seen that movie, by the way? Officer and gentleman. Yeah, I've seen it. It's one it was the- horrible. I, well, I, <laughs> that is not how OCS works. I, I believe <laughs> my, the fucking drill instructors. If, my, if memory serves me, that Lou Gossett Jr. won the Oscar for that, did he not? I have no clue. I, I, Neither I, do I. Nobody I, I knows. I believe he did. And hang on, number two here. This is this is a fun fact about me. If you listen to the show real carefully, I love graphic male nudity. That was the first time I saw a man's yes. dick and balls in a movie in my entire life. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, Jared's not at all. right. Hard dicks make you horny. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean you're gay. Yep. It just means you see a hard dick. It's like, hey, this is gonna be good. Now, yeah. if it goes into a male asshole that's hairy, then you got to be a little careful. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's, that's when you got to put your peaky blinders on. Um, yeah, that's I remember say, oh, seeing that guy hanging in the shower in his dick and balls, and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> And I was a child. It was one of those, like, you know, HBO was on or something, and, and it got picked up, and I was watching. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. That's a dick. And I just burst out laughing, and I knew it was going to be set for a lifetime of laughing at other men's dick and balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, when, you, when you have to go there, and you're standing there butt-ass naked in the shower in front of whoever knows how many other guys, you're like, whatever. You're going to see my dick and balls. It does not matter. Yeah. Like, you're bigger than me. But when I'm hard, I'm going to be bigger than you. I can tell you that. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I love the confidence of that. Yeah, I do too, Michael. Uh, well, listen, man, I appreciate you letting us bother you on a Friday night. And I'll see you in uh, two weeks, my man. All right, sounds good. I'll be there. All right, buckle where, up, dude. Where are you guys going to be at? Where are you guys going to be at? What bar? Oh, what what bar? Uh, I believe Friday uh, will be... We'll be at Sinners and Saints for a while, and then uh, Tropical Isle, I believe, after that is where we're headed. That's, that's kind of so on, our, on our jaunt. Um, the first is on, the, on a Thursday, and I heard that you can be there on the, the first. So. Well, I'll probably get in late that night. We usually travel late, late at night, night, and then, you know, so we have all the right. next day to prepare and then set up and all that stuff. But uh, uh, Jared, uh, fucking weird-ass Jared, is always friends with the strangest people in the world. He's friends with oh, Ch- yeah, Channing that. Tatum. And uh, that's Channing Tatum's bar. So I think we're going to try to shoot in there on that Friday. And then Saturday, we're shooting at the tailgate at LSU. 
All right. Sounds good. I'll try and be there on that Friday. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I, I would come. We'll probably, you know, roll out around 5 or 6 that night, but we'll, we'll post it everywhere. All right. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Take care. Later. All right, you too. Bye. All right. Bye. I don't think so. Hello. Robert. Hey, Ross. What's what up, up, brother? Dude, how are you, man? It's, it's, uh, OH, man. IO, motherfucker. We got Jables on here, too, dude. What up? Oh, dude. Dude. <laughs> oh, dude. What's going on, dude? Oh, man. Just chilling out, waiting to head over to Indiana with my uh, youngest daughter to go play some uh, travel hockey this weekend. Look at that. Uh, how, how old is she? She's 11. She's 11. That's outstanding, man. How old did she start yeah. playing hockey? Well, uh, when she was five. Well, look Dang. at that, dude. Toughing her good? up. Yeah, that's nothing. Her older sister plays, uh, just headed up to Michigan to go play uh, travel against uh, Land, uh, uh, Grand Rapids and uh, um, Bell Tire this weekend. Oh, yeah. She plays for the CBJ uh, U16 girls team. Absolutely, man. Let me ask you this. Any shot at her making Olympic uh, juniors? Uh, <laughs> Probably, I don't know. It would be, it would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice. But uh, she, she uh, gosh, she has she's, fun. Uh, doesn't she's she? been working hard, and we're, we're actually, she's more hopeful about uh, doing, uh, you know, making the college team somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that'd be great. And, and by the way, because a lot of people don't know this at home, uh, women's hockey has been on the come up for a while, and that was one of the most. Did you watch them in the in this last Winter Olympics? That was one of the, the oh. fucking most exciting runs uh, of the Olympics, in my opinion. Good, man. It was awesome. Awesome. And, you know, the pro- programs around here, I mean, even the, the OSU women, you know, getting to the Frozen Four this year, it's programs are really uh, stepping up. And Not only are they uh, ste- you know, stepping it up, but it, it's exciting hockey to watch. That that USA oh. uh, women's match at, at the Olympics this year was fucking lights out. I mean, they were hitting each other like uh, the passes were crisp. It was not sloppy hockey at all. Oh no! It's fa- I mean, it's fast. They 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 say it's like well, there's no checking in women's hockey, but it's physical. It is. I mean, there, man. there's contact and, and it's fast and it's a it's a great game to watch. And that's uh, and being a dad uh, raising two girl hockey players, it's uh, I tell you what, it's been enlightening. I bet. So. I bet. Well, look, we're dishing out unnecessary life advice uh, or vice versa. Yeah. What do you got tonight, Robert? Well, I, I, got, I got a question for you, and then I also have an answer. What was the best advice you ever received from your father-in-law? From my father-in-law? Yeah. Man, uh, I, that, that's, that's a great question, actually. Uh, the best advice I received from him uh, was to always work hard and be, always be honest to my daughter, which is my wife, Jesse. Okay. Yeah, no, I, uh, uh, best, best advice I ever got. And it wasn't even to me. It was me and my uh, father-in-law We're out shopping. I, I think it was probably holidays or Christmas or something. And, um, they had just celebrated, what was it their uh, 40th wedding anniversary, I think. Or, and so the, uh, the young cashier asked him, you know, what's the secret to, you know, making it so long. And um, my wife and I, of course, we're reaching, we just celebrated 21 years. And oh my so God. He, he told the, he, oh, thank you. But he told this young lady is like, you know what? The best advice I can tell you is that you put the other person first. If you both do that, then your marriage is going to go long and strong. You know, if the, the husband puts the wife first, whatever decisions that they're going to be making, and the wife does the same for the husband. It's it's the I think the relationship will go strong. And if you can 
you know, keep those communication lines open and, you know, and then keep the fun. Yeah. And so it's it, keep the put the other person always first. And if they both do that, then, you know, you're going to have a happy, happy family and uh, a long, long, long relationship. I yeah. like that. And, and that, the communication is huge. Yeah. Right? And, and that's what I tell yeah. Jesse every time. I'm like, look, put me first. Put me first. Put me first. <laughs> Put my dinner out first. Uh, put my clothes me away first. first. So I do. Yeah. Yep. And then yep. take me to the airport first so I can go to wherever I'm going. And you will always oh. be loved and have a belly full of warmth from the porridge I've provided. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's got to be. I mean, with you traveling as much I, as much as you do, it's, that's got to be rough. Yeah. yeah it I'm is. A, you know, I'm my a hat's saint. off to Jesse raising two boys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, luckily buddy. the travel is coming to an end here in a couple weeks. And, sure, uh, but it's been pretty good. heavy. Yeah, well. no. No, and he's saying I'm a saint. And and thank you. So I do appreciate you is, saying so that the about cross me. That I bear. That's oh. been pretty heavy as well, Jesse. Gosh. So, um, yeah. <laughs> well, Robert, we, we'd love to get the we would love to get the whole family, you know, to come back up here to Ohio State again. You know, I know oh. you've been around. And, God uh, damn it! I, I would love to. So, I, uh, f- when are we going to be there? Well, here's the thing. So, funny story. We're we've been doing this sports show on on Drinking Bros, but we've been going yeah. to the top events in uh, whatever it is week to week. But it changes obviously based on how good the teams were. We were originally scheduled to go there for the November 3rd Nebraska-Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and part of, uh, Richard, uh, you, ever, you ever go to Richard? Yeah, I know uh, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his, yeah. His tailgate yeah, is, yeah. is great, right? Um, oh, yeah. So he hit me up and was like, hey, man, are you still coming to that game? And I was like, well, no, Nebraska's terrible. They're 0-5. So that weekend, yeah. we're actually going to the Alabama-LSU game because that's the <laughs> highest-ranked game on the schedule. So. I don't think I'm going to get to Columbus, but I'm hopeful they make the national championship and I go to that. Oh yeah, if they if they went out, I mean I don't, I mean Penn State. I mean you were at that one. That I was a hell of a game, and yeah. I was just like, dude, man, that was that. I I had that one circled as that was the toughest game, and I just I don't see them losing. Yeah, the rest of the season. So it's, I don't either. Yeah. Knock on wood that that Michigan game is 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 still going to be that's tough. always that's it's, that's always anybody's. Yeah. yeah, every year that's always tough. But, uh, you know, look, I, I think if we get through that, we're good to go. I, I'd personally like to play Notre Dame in the playoffs and then Alabama for the championship uh, oh, if all of my dreams came true. But we'll see. We'll see. Either <laughs> right, way, we, we love Columbus. Um, it's one of our favorite cities. Jesse, you know, yeah. it was introduced to it uh, by me, but she loves going I there every single time. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys, you guys got to come back up. And if you have another... Film festival up here that would be great at the Gateway. You know, I'm sure they'd love to have you come back. You know, absolutely. Right. Or, or if we come back to Tailgate, man, we'll hit everybody up. Uh, we love you. Oh man. heck yeah! All pre- right, brother. Appreciate you taking the time tonight. No problem. Hey, you guys, keep safe. All right, take care. All right. Bye, buddy. All, All right. right, bye. Oh, you son of a bitch! What's going on, dude? You're live on Ross Patterson Revolution. What's going on, man? Nothing, just hanging out, you know. <laughs> I was having some stateside, then I had some coffee, so I put some stateside and coffee. You sob? Are you working tonight for the audience at home? By the way, we've been we've been partying with stateside. I think what three times we've partied with you. Now not in me. Last right. Two months. Not me. Yeah, not Jesse. Ugh. Well, she was, you know, making mini Rosses. So yeah. yeah, and I was there in spirit. God damn it, I wanted to be there, and, and I was drinking their spirits. So I look, I Boom. appreciate it all the way around. Boom, nailed it. Boom. You're Boom. welcome. Boom. 
You're welcome. <laughs> what would you say is more, more, most important, though, Andrew? Uh, me giving my, my seed back to the world? Or, you know, like running around partying? It's probably Jesse's job. You know what I'm saying? I think you've given enough seed. Yeah, um, I think so. You're out there. You're spreading love now. <laughs> <laughs> you've given enough seed, and now it's time to spread love. I like that. Yeah, and so, and for the folks at home, uh, again, we've been working with uh, Stateside Vodka at some of these events. My, it's, it is now my favorite vodka on the planet. I used to be a Deep Eddies guy. Now I'm a Stateside Vodka guy. Uh, we were up in yeah. Penn State at the last event, and you stayed in the RV with us. I did. Is your? Let me ask you this. Is your life <laughs> advice... To not black out on an on an air conditioning grate inside of an RV. Uh, yeah, that would be you know, <laughs> I think that's like number three on the list. Uh, it's definitely not number one, but you, it's, you it's were up there, there for that. There, a girl passed out inside the RV, face down on the grate, right when was we were at the she, game. Was she on yes. the show? Yes, she was on the show. Okay, I know who it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I and I believe if memory serves me correct. You were you were doing just work emails, and you just let let her sleep on that grate, didn't you? Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was doing a little work. I was watching a little Formula One, and uh, you guys were out there partying. You were, uh, and you just thought Dan if was she's going up on sorrow, and you guys were you know you're just having, doing you. Yeah. And you thought if she's comfy, who were you to? To tell her yeah, not to, you know, you know? RVs are for sleeping and other things. <laughs> <laughs> RVs are for sleeping. That's life advice number two. I RVs love it. Okay, now number one. What's yeah, what's, number? what's your number one here? We're, we're doing a, a life advice show tonight. I was stoked when, I, when I saw your number pop up. Life advice. I mean, you can get you know, it from us you if can, you want. You can ask or, or we can give it. So I kind of, you know, I kind of want to give some, but I also want to hear where you're coming from. Great. Well, let's hear yours. I, I, I'd like to hear yours first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give it my my sage unless you advice. unless you have something going on, some kind of decision, uh, lady issues. Uh, yeah. You know. What do you What do you got for Ooh. us, Andrew? Hot button issues? Uh, no, but for life advice, you know, it, a lot of people out there. I'm going to go with uh, like career advice. Okay. But it, yes. it also circles back to your, you know, your life. And you got to do something that you like, you, that you enjoy, that doesn't frustrate you. You can't go home, you know, bringing, bringing shit home from work. And, you know, it, it weighs on you and your family, even if you don't realize it. You know, it just it sucks creativity and stuff out of you. Up until when I was at Stateside, I was in a position where, you know, my job was easy, but... I came home and I, I lost all my creativity. You know, I've been a photographer for almost 10 years and amongst other things. And you just come home and you just like, you have no motivation to do anything else. So you want to really find something that works for you that, you know, challenges your mind every day so you're yeah, not, and you don't so bring home not, any bullshit. Yeah. Like stateside, that's gotta be one of the best gigs on the planet, right? All those I saw guys vodka, are man. fucking <laughs> cool. I know. <laughs> my job is to be friends with bartenders and stuff. And it's great. And all the people you work with are fucking awesome people. So it's yeah. it's one of those it's jobs. Rad like, all the way around. I know. Fuck, man. You're kicking the dick out of life, Andrew. I, I, I love that. I need that on a shirt. Yeah, you should. Kicking the dick out of life. Andrew, have your name on it, too. <laughs> just make it yeah. super specific <laughs> to Real you. It's just specific. like, oh, walk through the streets in New York, hope you run into an Andrew. And they're like, yeah. shit, put, is that for me? Put it sure my is. own quote on the shirt with my name. With, your, with your, name. your name on it, yeah. And so like, you oh, have man, a real, I know that guy. Yeah, you have a small um, you know, base that's going to buy it, right? Yeah. Because they have to be Andrew. 
if you saw but two or three, they're gonna be good. loyal. Yeah, they're gonna be loyal. They're gonna be super loyal. Yeah, I, got, I took shit yeah, from Jesse when, I, when I wore a Vandenham shirt out. She was like, "You can't wear a, a, a shirt with your own face on it." And I was like, I "Yes, got, yes, I can." You had blonde hair then; it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. That's what, what, that's what like, I it's say. like. It's Dick like your move. summer hairdo, man. Like when you, you know, spring break when you were a kid, you just, ah, fuck it. Highlights. Yeah. Right. Let's put, let's put some sun in it and Frost figure it out. Let's tips. go orange. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good frosted tip. You know? <laughs> the beaded necklace? Yes. A puka shell necklace? Either that or a shark tooth oh, necklace? Man. Either or is good for me. You're Got speaking to my shirt and everything. 90s language right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my, so, so my sage life advice to you is, uh, is d- don't leave stateside. It's all downhill after that. Other liquor oh, companies no. are terrible, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And we'll fuck them up. <laughs> yeah, you've got the best gig with the actual we don't have the good biggest product. guys, but, you know, we're from Philly, so. Yeah, and, that, and by the way, that's what I always say about Black Rifle Coffee, because I, like, I, I drink Black Rifle Coffee every day. Uh, all the bars stock full of stateside vodka, and I say the same thing. If you've got a great product and you're working for that company in whatever capacity it is, you can't go wrong, because it's not like anybody's going to come up on the streets and be like, man, I fucking hate... I hate that shit. Like, you probably never hear any negative comments about stateside, or I certainly never heard about Black Rifle Coffee. No. And, you know, I, I haven't heard any negative. I haven't heard anyone that's, like, had it and gone, no, uh, this this is awful. Right. Yeah, I have had, had people that, you know, maybe they're not vodka drinkers, or, you know, maybe it's too expensive for them or whatever. I mean, it's a premium, so it's, it's well, it's not for everybody. Yeah. But... When you have a product like like Black Rifle, I'm, I'm actually drinking some Black Rifle right now. It's great, isn't it? Um, oh, fucking, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I joined the coffee club because I ran out one time like a dick and I had to go to Starbucks because I had nothing else. So I joined the coffee club that day. <laughs> what, dude, once it's you okay. join that coffee club, you never go back, do you? Uh, Shit just gets delivered to your house and you're like, oh, sweet, coffee's you don't, here. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. I always forget because I'm always like, ah, oh, there's three or three or four K cups left. I'm like, I'll order tomorrow. No, you never do. No, <laughs> no. Well, Andrew, I appreciate you. Uh, you stopping by to chat tonight. We love you, buddy. Uh, huge, pleasure's all mine, man. Huge fans of stateside. And, uh, dude, hopefully we're, we're back in the PA area soon, my man. Yeah, for sure. Anytime you're up this way, let me know. All right. Take care, buddy. All right, man. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Later. Hello? Nikki. Yeah? This is Ross Patterson. Hey! Are you sleep- were you, were you sleeping? sleeping, Nikki? Awesome! No, I was just kind of just sitting here zoning out. <laughs> you smoking <laughs> weed tonight? Great. It's, it's no. Ross and Jesse. Look, if you're smoking know, hey, weed Jesse. tonight, we're totally down with it. Awesome. This is great. <laughs> right? You're like one of the only girls on here. I'm like, we got, we got a caller. Are- are you serious? Yes, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh my god, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hold on, I'm gonna go outside so I can grab a cigarette. Yeah, yes. why not? Help oh yourself. God. Where where are you Do at? What, what city and state? I am in um below Sarasota, Florida. I'm in nor- uh, Northport, Florida. Ah shit. Uh did that hurricane affect you at all? No, we didn't get touched by this. Right? It's crazy. Got- on the other side of the I state, know. you you usually don't get shit for that on both sides. Whenever it's on yep. uh, Atlantic the golf never gets hit and vice versa. Yep. Um, last year we got slammed with, you know, um, what's her face? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was that one? Yeah. 
Yeah, we got hit with her. She did some some not too serious, but enough damage. Dang. But and not as bad as it could have been. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I used to live up in the Panhandle, so. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't there for this. Yeah, man, they got fucking nuked. It, it was awful. Dude, and having was... just gone through it ourselves a few weeks earlier, like, shit, I, there's nothing. Yeah, you can, I know. There's nothing you can do. It's just like a helpless feeling. No. You pack up and then, you know, hope for the best, and that's it. It's it's crazy. And Spinnaker's is still standing, by the way. No. Yes. yes. God damn it. You, you did, that's they great. had a sign. Your, your feed that you posted, your uh, thing you posted the other day, dude posted a picture. It said, we will be standing as long as these signs don't blow off. <laughs> <laughs> or we will, yeah, we will be open as long as these, oh, uh, these oh letters God. don't blow off. Oh, that's great! Nine. So, I, I, so I, it's still there. Yeah, because for, uh, for the audience at home on my my Facebook, I had posted like, "Hey, man, does anybody know if Club of Vela is still standing in, in Panama City Beach?" Asking for a friend. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I uh, somebody sent me the Google for it, and they said uh, when I when I searched their number on Google, it just said we're opening at five p.m. And I was oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Vela. Let's get wet that tonight. Has, did you read all the comments on that? It was hilarious. We are some old motherfuckers, let me tell you. Dude, it was funny because I, everybody started sharing their stories of Lavella yes. on my feed. And so I just yep. let it go. I was like, fuck it. It was awesome. Yeah, I know. It was hilarious. There's there's probably like 65 stories on there. No lie. Oh, my God. Oh, there's so many memories from that place. It's insane. <laughs> oh, my God. Bad. Bad, bad memories. Well, for for me, like that was my fake ID days. Like I was in high school, yeah. so like uh, that was my first like, holy shit, I'm in a club, and like, yep. man, these girls are in college. This is fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> right? it was that type of vibe. And uh, and then Spinnakers was right next door, so you kind of bar yeah, hopped after that from yep. one or the other. We'd hop back and forth. Yeah. Oh, and then the hot body forth. contest. Come on, dude. Come and then on. We used to, it was it was ladies drink free to like midnight. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd go in there and oh. we would just get sloppy drunk on well drinks. It was disgusting. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. You, and then you could taste that that pop off vodka in your mouth right now. I bet. Oh God. Oh, oh, oh it was bad. <laughs> and then I remember, you know, random dudes all the time back in the, you know, oh, it was bad. Bad time. <laughs> Did you say ramen dudes? Bad time. Random dudes. Oh, random, random dudes. dudes. Yes, he goes, ramen dudes? Come on. <laughs> Nobody up. says that. I'm going to go ram some dudes tonight. <laughs> no, random to dudes. Random, random dudes. dudes. <laughs> Look, I don't know. Maybe that's like a pegging thing down there. <laughs> I've never been. I've never yeah, been. I don't know what it's like. It's been, uh, I mean, uh, we've been through Panama City. But, yeah. you know, I'm a mom now with, you know, two teenage boys. You know, I don't do that whole yeah, yeah, yeah. club yeah, thing. Yeah, you can't go back anymore. No, I'd, I'd probably die, you know. <laughs> I do, do I do uh, you know, a couple cocktails like uh, chocolate martinis and I'm shot. So yeah. totally. I can just imagine trying to drink back in those. Oh, Jesus, I'd Ugh. be dead. Dude, I, that mom tolerance, right? It fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks, dude. It does. The hangovers just... are like a week, a week long now. Yeah, you can never get it back. And you think back to the days where you're like, how the fuck did I ever do that? Exactly. Back back then, though, you could do 17 kamikazes and call it a night. And ram some dudes. Yeah. Oh, we used to, and we used to, like, kill bottles of Jaeger. Oh, yes. Yes. And now if I look at it, I'm just like, oh, barf. And I barf in now. And the smell of it just makes me nauseous. So I'm just like, I don't know how I did this. I really don't. Seriously, we would drink the weirdest stuff. Do you remember you would just put mm-hmm. you would put anything in that hole? 
Yeah. The redheaded, the redheaded slut. Yeah. That's like, it. The worst. Yep. Washington apples were my fucking like, mm-hmm. a kill, like. Yeah. You loved him. That was your Achilles heel, huh? Or then yeah. like they say, here, do a three wise minutes. It's your birthday. Okay, oh my God. Sure. No that's right. Oh. A fucking like three, three wise men. Yeah. Oh. And you were on the Brutal. fucking floor after that. Yep. Oh. Well, tonight, tonight's show is uh, mm-hmm. weird, unsolicited life advice. <laughs> uh, either we, we can give it to you or you can give it to us. It's your call. Whoever's more uh, qualified. <laughs> well, I was married to a military man for 15 years. Okay. So, you know, I did that whole route and we split, you know, went our ways, raised two pretty awesome boys. And so after, you know, getting divorced into this new dating scene now. So the last four years, it's, you know, been, it was weird because when I started dating, it was when you picked guys up in a bar and met them at a party. Totally. So now I come out four years ago and it's all online. Nobody meets in a bar anymore. Nobody meets in public. It's all, let's meet online. And let me tell you something. There are some freaky fuckers online. Really? Oh, it is just disgusting dating. And if Karen Howe is listening right now in Sarasota, and I know she is. Yes, she she is. I know she she knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) I know, right? What's what's your weirdest story with with one of these guys that you dated? Oh, Jesus. Okay. So... I'd been date. I'd been talking to this guy on POF, plenty of fish. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. And I'm dating. You know, we're, we're just talking, and finally we decide we're going to meet. And so I meet him at this bar down here in uh, Port Charlotte. It's called Gators. Perfect. And I walk in, and he's uh, he's already in there. Okay. And we're sitting there, and we're shooting the shit. You know, and everyone down here wears shorts and flip flops. And I look down, and he's got an ankle bracelet. Oh, and I'm like, uh, like, a, a, I'm like, like a little house arrest or like a, like a, yeah, shark, well, like a yeah. shark tooth? No. Yeah, like a, no, like a house arrest ankle <laughs> bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. So I looked down and I said, dude, because, you know, I'm, I, you know, this is all new to me. I don't know any of this low life crap going on around, you know, I was sheltered. Sure. So I said, what the hell is that? He goes, oh, well, I wanted to talk to you face to face about this so you wouldn't like freak out and run away. Uh, I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, exactly. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, um, tell me, why are you under house arrest? He goes, well, I have to be home by 11. I said, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he goes, first of all, before you judge, he goes, I just wanted you to know, I thought she was 19. And I looked at him. <sighs> I said, that's all I needed to hear. And I got up and I walked out of the fucking bar. Yes. Proud of you. I thought she was 19. I was like, nope, that's it. That's all I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Good. And I walked move. right out. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that, God that, damn was it. that was my first one. Jesus Christ. How, how's it and gone it, since? Oh, it's gotten worse. And then it got okay. And then now I'm just like, whatever. It's a joke. I just give up. Man. Jesus. Well, we hope it's, we hope for the best for you, and we appreciate yeah, you taking you time sound, out of your Friday night. You You're sound rad. cool as shit. Oh, so. dude, I'm a boring person. I sit at home on my weekends with my my son, and I watch yeah. live PD, and then you know that's not boring at all. That, I think that's dude, that's what everybody does. I mean, come shit. on, <laughs> yeah, we throw on some fucking Netflix and get you know watch some Ozarks yeah. and shit. That's, Talk about oh, boring. Ozarks kicks ass. Uh, and it's it's the best. It's the best. It, don't it we're, we're, for- we're midway through season three, so no, or season two, so don't give yeah. us any spoilers. Well, they just got upped for season three, they, so they nice. did. Yes, you know. yep. yes they, nice. just, they just got okay for season three. So yeah, I'm stoked. You guys are, you guys are good. What about meeting people like in Drinking Bros and stuff? Is that 
Well, see, that doesn't really happen here where I live because this where I'm at. This is where this is heaven's waiting room. This is where all the blue hairs oh, come. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sarasota's okay. it's it's old school down there. Like that's it. Yeah, that's where gotcha. you go to die. Well, <laughs> well even well, Sarasota's not so bad. It's a little you know. I'm just like right under Sarasota, and this is really where the old people are. Yeah. Dang. My parents tricked me. They didn't tell me about season until the first season I was here. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, they they like, wanted you to get used to it and be yeah, like, oh, yeah. look at how great it is. Isn't it awesome? You're right yeah. down by oh, Naples. Yeah. And then boom. And, dad, and dad's always trying to hook me up with the widowers at their golf club. He's like, yeah, go marry him. You'll Give him a heart attack. You'll be in it. You know, you'll have money for life. I'm like, dad, shut up. I wow. Mean, I like I mean, pimping you out like that, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, lo- he loves to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Him and my mom. It's hilarious. Yeah, you just like, need no. to find a good daddy. Yeah, a Kurt yeah, Russell uh, daddy. You know, like a, a Kurt, Kurt Russell, Russell daddy. Now, Kurt Russell I could handle. Right? Definitely. Yeah, you could. Could, oh, he, yeah. could he handle you? I do not know. <laughs> Dude, you give me a Sam Elliott or a Kurt Russell? Yes! I'm, I'm on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, See? I only got one good arm to hold you with. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Big right fan. On. Big fan. <laughs> the new one is Bridges. I'm really into a Bridges. Which Jeff, one? Jeff, Jeff or, Bridges, yeah. Well, what about the other one? Oh, Bo. yeah. Bo, I haven't stop seen it. Stop it! No, Jeff Bridges. Bo looks a little puffy lately. Yeah. Well, look, he's look, always been. Let's face it; he's in his what sixties at that point. Like we're good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Oh, but Bridges, I think, is older, but he's still. Yeah, because he smokes. But he still, looks still good. has coke. He yeah, still looks good. He yeah, still. Great. He's the- He's the dude. Yeah, he's the dude. The yes. dude will always... He's the yes. dude. The dude, like, he was old and big Lebowski and is still, like, even 20 years later, managed to look, like, re- remarkably yep. the same or a little older. And you're like, eh. He's yep. my new, he's my and, daddy and of the great. week. Yeah. Yeah. It's great because my boys, you know, they're fit one's fixing to be 18, the other one's 20, and they totally know the dude, and I love it. That's, That's great. awesome. That's yep. great. Uh, well, look, man, this this is one of the best conversations we've had tonight. Thank you, Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Thank oh, you for cool. being on the show. We greatly appreciate it. Oh, I can't wait to hear the feedback from this one. <laughs> good luck because you sound awesome. You sound awesome. And if there's any dudes out there, good dudes. In, good uh, dudes. Around the Sarasota, Florida area. <laughs> Hit up Nikki, darling Nikki, all right? Uh, darling Nikki, oh, Jesus. That's yeah. all my whole high school years. Yeah, dude. I know. Oh, I bet you they Sorry. call you that every day, too. I got that song sung to me so many flipping times. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, to this day, I still get it. It's just insane. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you was, have a great night, Nikki. Thanks, guys, for calling me. This was, like, the highlight of my freaking Month, oh, let man. me tell you. Thank I you. Love it. It was, dude, it was the highlight of our month. We appreciate thank, it. Thank you for listening thank to the show. Thank you so much. All, All right. right, guys. I'll talk All to right. you soon. Bye. 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 song for the broken heart. Man, that was a fun show, Jabes. Right? Yeah. I, I love these impromptu call-in shows late on a Friday night where it's just like, hey, let's just call people and see what happens. And catch them like... Just, a, you know, drinking, hanging out, yeah. getting loose, getting weird. Living their truth, as you like to say. Ramming James. dudes. Ramming dudes, you know? <laughs> Boy, James. Drinking beers and ramming. I don't hear so good. No, no. <laughs> Best in the biz. I am bloop, blooping. Yeah. Best and producer in the biz. The end of the show. It is. And I have been 
drinking, 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 drinking. <laughs> God. We're going to kill it there. The revolutionary figure today is Alexander Graham Bell for even making this possible for us to call people. Oh. Thanks for inventing the telephone, Holmes. <laughs> so stupid. Holmes. Holmes. Appreciate it. Uh, the Pino Noir is kicking in, and uh, <laughs> we are checking out. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Thanks for listening, and thank you for letting us call you tonight. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.